Finally made it to the almighty 300 episode here of the Big Go Belt podcast. If you're watching us live, you may see some faces you may know, some faces that you may not know. But I'm here to say that I'm here with uh, the original crew of the Big Go Belt podcast in absence of Aaron as we're ready to uh, celebrate this two hour live stream where we're going to kind of let you all uh drive the ship tonight but uh and all in all things just celebration and uh kind of reflecting on where we came after all this time so uh, you know my voice and you obviously know me over to the left of silly sellers but below us just in case you have not met them before my guy d wayne and my guy dr m gentlemen welcome back it's good to see y'all oh man it's good to see you guys <laughs> long time no see I know it's been a while, a long while. <laughs> it's definitely good. It's, 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 it's been giving a while. me that itch again. You should have wore your day one shirts. Look, look, I wouldn't <laughs> wear my day one shirts today. <laughs> I got my big gold belt on. <laughs> um, I just want to kind of put on every week. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be something. I just kind of take a moment to kind of um, put things into perspective here. Now, Dr. M obviously uh, is very active here with us. Uh, little if you know it or not, he is in charge of all of the tweeting and all the social media stuff that's going on. So, like, wow, I know he's here all the time. You guys just may not have seen who's really engineering a lot of the social media stuff in the background. Definitely want to make sure I say this directly on air. That I'm very grateful for our friendship for all these years. We've all been friends since high school. Um, and just uh, his work as he still balances his personal life in this at the same time. That just goes without being said. And then um, my guy, Dwayne, uh, a proud father, shall I say, uh, who's taking a step back from the podcast as he took a lot of time to focus on family and there's nothing but love and, and support for that. Um, so it's absolutely amazing to see him uh, on the show tonight. And I'm, I'm thankful for these two guys and, and Celis as well and, and Aaron as well, too, for... Um, us taking the leap of faith and wanting to do this in the first place. Like, I think we were always just kind of group chatting um, and, and traveling, obviously, for wrestling. We always just like, you know what, let's let's do something. And we decided we wanted to do a podcast. Didn't know what it meant. Uh, these gentlemen did a lot of research, a lot of foundation in, into making this happen. Um, and that's just been my true motivation to continue to push this forward, on, on, you know, each year. Um, continue to have fun with it. Uh, grow the brand. Add some new faces to it, which will, you know, you, the, the usuals that you've seen weekly, which will be on in a second. Um, and just, uh, you know, a, a, something that, you know, outside of the real world and all the stress with that, something we can all come to um, to kind of step away from that. So that's always been our premise. Never the idea of like wanting to be the biggest wrestling podcast or want all the accolades and all that other good stuff. Just wanting a place that we all can come back to um, and really just talk about something that we love. Um, and, you know, you know, however we contributing to it, we're all just, you know, 
we we, we find a, a, a bit of peace in doing so. So um, I'm thankful for us starting this, and it's been crazy. It's been five years and 300 episodes, man. This is it's something not to take lightly because it's it's been a lot of good shows that have not made it this far. So I'm definitely proud that we were able to do this, and we still still got a lot more to go. So we we definitely appreciate all the fans friends and, and so on for the support over all these years. Jimmy, you guys got anything you want to say really quickly before I add the rest of the crew in? Um, I want to share a story, but I'm going to share the story once everybody gets in, <laughs> just so you can see how full circle this whole podcast came to be. Because um, it's very interesting. But one thing I will say quickly about us, not only did we go to the same high school, little secret that is known, we're all from the same hometown. Mm-hmm. As, as quiet as it's kept. And just imagine, like, from where we are outside the D.C. area, growing up in the same hometown, like, literally some of us riding the same buses together in high <laughs> school. Um, it's, it's, it's just interesting to see how that came about. Yeah. Um, this, it's, this has been a lot. I know I've taken a step back. But it's interesting how everything has come a full circle. Um, I, you know, I took a step back because of my son. But... Now, because I have a little bit more free time, you know, you might see this face a little bit more often, especially, <laughs> especially since my son is a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> a huge wrestling fan. So it, it, it kind of makes me happy. And, you know, y'all already know who his favorite wrestler is. I'm giving yeah. everyone a guess. Eva Marie. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Yes, Roman Reigns, we know. Or John Cena, we know. We know. <laughs> he, he, he loves Roman Reigns. So before his birthday, I got him the universal title and a wreck everyone to leave shirt. He made his day. So. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dr. Emmy, any comments from you? I'm just happy to see how big the podcast has gotten um, from where we started uh, five years. I can't believe it's been five years, right? But uh, to see how big it's gotten and to see what um, you two, James and Celis and Will and Damian and Jamal have been doing with it and bringing all our guests on, um, it's just pretty amazing to see how far it's advanced. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you all continue to do uh, with it. Um, I love doing the Twitter stuff, and um, two chains can attest to the fact that I occasionally get us in trouble. <laughs> but uh, block the block, I, I, debatable block. on that trouble thing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just really cool. Every now and then, um, I'm able to kind of listen along on you all's regular Thursday nights while I'm usually multitasking doing other stuff. Um, and and uh, it's it's just really nice to see where you guys are right now and you can only go up from here so i'm looking forward to it i just want to i just want to be very clear about this uh trouble that dr m was talking about to be very clear he's not called dr m because that's some type of gimmick no (laughs) (laughs) so if you're going to come at him come at him correct that's all i'm gonna say that's that's all i'm gonna say on that but um, also, too, just to speak to Aaron really quick, who kind of was the driver of the podcast mm-hmm. um, initially. I uh, couldn't be here tonight. Uh, I'm very grateful for him as well, too, because when it came down to doing a podcast, I think, at least for me, I thought this was just something fun that I put a mic in front of me and I just do whatever. But, like, the, the idea of him building structure, 
um, doing a lot of research and uh, really attentive to everything while his life is drastically changing. Um, yes. It's just it's it's just remarkable uh, what he was able to do, even in a short time that really laid down a strong foundation to make it this far. I, if he didn't do a lot of the things that he did, I, I, I don't think I would have had enough willpower in order to do so at least be this far at, at, at where we're at right now without that help. So, you know, totally grateful for him. And uh, Aaron, Aaron's a good guy. And we definitely uh, wish him the best in all of his lifely endeavors right now. Hopefully we'll see his, hear his voice back on the show one day. I will always be, and it will always be a seat open uh, for him whenever he wants to come back. So anywho, I have to bring on my other crew that you see weekly and we're going to kind of bring everything kind of full circle real quick before we start getting to um, guests and other things for the night. So now that just brings on these three lovely gentlemen. Um, let me actually do a little reorganizer real quick so you can kind of get focused on who is who. Here we go. All right. So in that middle row, we have uh, Will. Hot Tape Will Mahoney, Mr. Giant Crab Jamal, and Damian Salty G. I'm going to start off by saying that I am forever th- thankful to having these three gentlemen being part of this show because uh, whether it's the friendship that we have, the respect I absolutely have, um, them keeping me honest is really the biggest thing, I, especially Jamal. Jamal, I remember <laughs> Jamal telling me he wasn't going to do this unless he can do what he needs to do, and there was nothing about that. And he was very adamant about the fact that he was not coming on the show to be a yes man. He was coming in to tell how he felt, and he was going to hold me accountable. And that is oh, he does. very, very much why we lasted the last other three years beyond uh, when he first joined because uh, – yeah, I got. I got to be honest. We would have just swirled in the pool of just other podcasts if it wasn't for somebody like him. But you know, there's this, there's this idea of having a podcast and wanting to be popular, wanting to just say the right thing, and wanting to just go with whatever just being said. But he made sure that that was not what was going to go down. And he's been in my ear since, making sure that um, everything that we do here and represent is genuine to wh- what we are and what we represent. And I can go even a little deeper about that in a second, but we'll come back. And then, Will, um, man, where do I start with this? Uh, <laughs> met Will at a local promotion, uh, Nova Pro, which no longer exists. And I'm thankful for Nova Pro, regardless of whatever happened with them. They gave the Big Gold Belt uh, podcast opportunity after opportunity to interview talent, to be a part of uh, a part of their family as far as uh, conducting their uh, pre-show podcast, letting us do us on the YouTube channel, really giving us a platform. That's something me and Jamal were able to do live, which is just, we, we didn't, I, I, to be honest, like that was an opportunity we didn't see coming, but we got it done. We got it the way that it needed to be done. And we took a lot of pride into that. But where was, uh, where was somebody that I met there um, along with his daughter, Hobo, who is just, I can't, I can't she's old enough to be on the podcast because I'm recruiting her too. Um, but we'll, you know, let it, let it, let it be known. And he's very adamant about it on Twitter. He is as intelligent as they come. And being able to have that extra mind on the show alongside of these other gentlemen, I just, I, Every day, I, I, I'm a fan of my show, and that, that goes without being said. I can go back and listen and just be like, damn, those, those dudes just be on it. Like, why am I even a part of this at times? Um, and 
it's been a very it's been a, an amazing friendship and it's been a really healthy contribution to what we represent here on the show. And what I mean by that is that it's easy to add anybody to your team, but if they don't have the chemistry, they don't have your same philosophy, it just doesn't work. And that wasn't even a question at all. Will, who I would say at a point, maybe a little soft-spoken, but very intelligent. And the fact that he broke <laughs> out of his shell, and if you watch, if you listen to some of his first shows, very quiet, very, very humble. But the more and more we started doing it, he got into groove and it's just been no looking back. And I'm thankful for that. <sighs> and then it comes my guy, Damien. <laughs> uh, Damien, you know what? It's it's even funny that we are friends because I can almost think to a point that Damien probably should say that he, I was probably annoying because I was a super fan of this dude. <laughs> super fan. And the reason why I was a fan, Last March Standing is a podcast that of the few podcasts I listened to was one I absolutely did. And it was because of what Damien did and what he brings to the show now. And that's that intellectual perspective that absolutely enhances every single thing that we do here. By it's so funny that his podcast is called Last Mark Standing, but he's not a mark. He's such he's such it's a ironic. Rock. And <laughs> it's a it's a funny play on words there, I must say. But he takes a lot of pride into what he does and a lot of research, a lot of good connections, healthy friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, just a person that you absolutely want to add to the team that you know takes everything to the next level. And from the moment that we talked about doing this, Damien was a little hesitant, not with us, but because of getting back into the podcast. And we don't need to go down exactly all of that, but like he took a break. He took a hiatus. And I thought that bringing him back and seeing him flourish, um, shit, that motivated me like no other. Cause I was just like, damn, I was just like, if I'm gonna have him on the show, I can't BS this, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Like, and and it, it, it just recharged me and refreshed me to know that it was refreshing him and he was coming alive. And now he's so, so eager uh, to wanting to do more and everything. And like, God knows if 2020 wasn't 2020, this would, we had a lot, we, we still do have a lot of plans, but we have a lot of plans, not only just in doing podcast stuff, but you know, a lot of coverage in person and um, really taking everything to the next level. So these uh, lovely three gentlemen that joined, uh, later since uh, the original crew. I mean, I'm so thankful for the three of them and everybody involved here. I mean, it's been it's been a hell of a five year ride, and um, damn, it feel like we just getting started, right? <laughs> yep, yep. And, and two chains, if you allow me to, because I want to, yeah. I want to kind of give you some kudos too, as I I tell the story, because you know you talked about everybody else in this podcast, but you really took this thing to another level. So I want to spotlight you for a second after I tell this story. So. Let's go back to 2011. So me and Dr. M were texting on the phone. And, you know, we all talk about how we're trying to go to WrestleMania or all go through the big events. We've never been. Okay, let's do it. So me and Dr. M was texting. And he was like, if, you, if I get tickets to WrestleMania 27, would you go? And I'm like, yeah, I would go. But I'm not thinking it's going to happen like right now. You know, let's do it. Five minutes later, I kid you, I got tickets. 
What? <laughs> so five, five minutes later, text me. I literally got my flight. I said, I'm going flight right there. We got it. We did get down in Georgia. Then we made a connection where uh, it was Bryce and Aaron at the time, because Aaron grew up with Dr. M. They went to the same college. So once again, giving props to Aaron and we would have a group text talking all the time. And then even uh, to change jumped in too in group text. And I don't think he got a chance to go to WrestleMania 30. But however, me and two James were texting like the whole time as we watch in WrestleMania 30. And the biggest icon moment that you have during WrestleMania 30 is when Taker lost. I mean, literally, when we got to the show, Aaron made every single uh, Undertaker match that he's won and passed out all those posters to everybody that was sitting around us. So we were all ready to hold up those posters and everything like that. And the first person that I text when when, uh, Undertaker lost, I was like, two chains. (laughs) <laughs> Did this really just happen? Like, is this a, is this a, is this a fluke? Did this really just happen? Like, literally, because we were texting the whole time. He was like, "Dude, that happened." And then you could saw everybody's face around. You know, was just dropping. Like, I got these signs. What am I going to do with these signs and everything during that time? And WrestleMania 30 was a huge aspect. Right after WrestleMania 30 started, that connection where we literally continued that group text. And Aaron brought up, "Let's do a podcast and everything." Because at that time, Aaron was really trying to make sure we make some moves on how we could talk about wrestling and enjoy that. So we did it. So we did it. And that's why I'm wearing the shirt I have right now. Um, Cause two chains actually put that together saying like, Hey, let's make all these shirts. So we go to WrestleMania 32 together. And we did. Um, and doing WrestleMania 32. I mean, we went all over Arlington, two chains rented the car. Let's like, let's all do this. Let's, let's go everywhere. So we can see all these shows. We saw NXT take over Dallas. We went to ROH. We went every, everywhere. Even saw Jinder Mahal sitting at the bar by himself. And he was like, why is this dude being so alone right now? But this is when he was out of WWE. So literally, we saw everybody. But to that point, when we made this podcast, and like Two Chains mentioned when he was telling his story, some people had to drop off because of personal business. And and, and life happens. But however, the main person that was behind what we're doing right now, talking about the promotions of how we go to SoundCloud, how we do StreamYard, the communication of what he's doing on Twitter, Two Chains has really been the the goat behind trying to push this and going to like, hey, let's do these interviews. Let's get press passes so we can do this, not just for wrestling, but let's go to Comic-Con. Let's do this because even I went with him to Baltimore for Comic-Con where he got me an interview for, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, stuff that I've never done, but grew up loving on Turtles my whole life. Um, so Two Chains, we got to give you some credit too, man, because literally when the pressure kind of went up, he was like, let's make this bigger. Let's make this better. If it wasn't for you and what the leadership that you've done, we wouldn't be at 300 right now. So, I mean, you gave him kudos to everybody else, but we want to make sure I give you kudos just by, you know, being an original member, the founder of what we're doing on and like the merchandise, the cards, the banners, the Nova Pro connections, the interviews we did in Nova Pro and other things. You really set the foundation to bring all of us here and what we're trying to do here. So once again, I, I respect and love all these brothers that are here of what we're trying to do. But two chains got to give you that credit, too, for keeping on pushing what we're trying to do here. Because we wouldn't be here without you as far as leading us the way, even though Aaron kind of set that foundation, you took that growth and then continued it to make it bigger to where we are. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, the, 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 um, the, the, uh, I don't know how to categorize. I almost say like the new three, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next generation, next gen. Yeah. I'll go with next gen. The, the, next. Next. the new Nexus. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 
Oh, the floor is y'all. It, it's y'all turn. Remarks or thoughts or anything thus far. I got to echo what Celis was saying real quick, because you are the engineer or the puppet master behind this whole thing. So when the mics go off, you're putting it all together and mixing it, you know, this file out there. So it all gets done. So all of us are playing a part in different ways. But I mean, there is the spine behind the whole thing. So Two Chain's got to get his credit for getting things done, making things happen and taking things to the next level. So kudos and applause for Two Chain's. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. By the way, I just want to say at some point that there, there will be a shots going up, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Wait, we're doing shots? Wait a minute. Hold on. What? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm not promoting the wrong thing here. <laughs> uh, David, Jamal, any, any comments from you thus being part of the show? Go ahead, Jamal. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, I think the biggest thing is to piggyback on the circle jerk, it's the persistence. <laughs> it's basically... From every time that something happened, it was a way to parlay that into somewhere, somehow to move forward. Yeah. Um, whether it was you know, Aaron leaving the show because of life reasons or Dr. M you know, taking over uh, the world and pursuing world domination. Yes. Um, you know, Dwayne, I haven't seen you in, in, in forever. Uh, you got to see you too, bro. But, um, you know, all these things happen and it wasn't just a reshuffling of the deck. It's like every move was a strategical one. And yeah. whether that's, you know, even talking to me and, and, you know, getting my insight on things and, and it was just like, no, I think this can work. And I think, you know, it, it's, it's on you. Like, you know, two James and I went to a lot of movie screenings together and mm-hmm. um, that was something that we're like, we're like, Oh shit, you're a wrestling fan too. Because either one of us had a shirt on and whatever, and mm-hmm. the conversations came about. Uh, but the long and short of it is, is that every time there was a curveball, you know, two James was the one to adjust and pivot and move forward on that to make it uh, the best that it could be. And especially in 2020, since this is such a a new era of change for a lot of people, uh, a new normal, if if you want to use that expression for a lot of people, uh, it really kind of signifies what the podcast has been from the beginning. Uh, Everything being in flux, still, you know, managing to keep that together. And that's what a captain does. Uh, you know, all these different parts on the ship, all these different cogs in the machine still needs to be run and cared for and oiled and keep moving in a way that's beneficial. There are diminishing returns in life and you have to adjust in order to get the best out of everything that you're putting into. So from uh, the Nova Pro stuff uh, to his connections with you know all the other local uh, wrestling Promotions that have uh, that we've outlasted. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Surviving all of them. Well, hold on. Last one standing. Collaborating uh, with other podcasts, uh, you know, locally, regionally, uh, you know, nationally, and you know, it's um, you know, getting and and I think on this level that we are in it's easy to look and say like, oh, well, this is, a, you know, you're just a small fish in a big pond. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I, I don't think it's the size of the, you know, the fish. I think it's the experience of that, their fish, because what looks small from a distance could come up and bite your face. And I think don't sleep on the big gold belt wrestling podcast for what it does. It is not necessarily the little engine that it could because we work smart, not necessarily hard. So those guys that buy clicks, that, that you know, shell out money for bots, 
you know, the guys that, you know, kiss ass of every single man, woman, and child that comes through their door, you know, for clout, uh, for, for Twitter bios and for SEO. Um, cool. That's your hustle. I respect it. We have a different lane. And, and this is what we bring to the table. And I do think that, you know, our experience as fans, uh, you know, gives us an insight. And then, of course, to be able to translate that into interviewing uh, talent. Uh, which was the ultimate goal and to establish relationship with talents, which we have done. So, uh, you know, seeing this thing blossom into what we thought was rose seeds, and it turned out to be a cactus, but God damn it, cactus does sprouts flowers too. <laughs> <laughs> so embrace the cactus that is the Big Bill Belt Wrestling Podcast. And uh, I don't know why 300 and not 500 is the thing that we decided to celebrate, but you know what? That's the cactus in us. <laughs> I think I, look, that's a great question. I'm surprised no one asked me why 300. Because well, I said it a couple of weeks ago. It's because we outlasted Dragon Ball Z. I think that's why <laughs> we decided we were going to do 300. Because we were like, wait a minute, we've done more episodes than Dragon Ball Z actually has. So you know what? That's something to celebrate. And if I remember right, I think we really messed up on 200. It just kind of like snuck by. That was right around when I came in. It was around 200. And I was like, oh, damn, 200 came and went. Happy 100 for you, Will. Happy 100. (laughs) I'll take what I can get, especially Uh, this year. Oh, man. But for 300, can we get a a classic uh, Jamal and D-Wayne rant of argument for, for 300 at some point? Because that hasn't happened. I missed that. I haven't had that in a long while. We used to have the... We might be able to cue that up. <laughs> that, that is accurate in the chat right here. One big cactus spirit bomb. That is describe that. So Damn real quick, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to wax too poetic. Uh, to follow Jamal's point, uh, that's the reason I joined uh, Big Gold Belt was because we weren't about the clicks. We weren't about ranting and raving like some podcasters who we talk about off air, uh, who we don't know how they're still doing it. They're annoying. Uh, when two teams approached me, uh, about joining the team, I was sheepish because uh, Last Mark Standing was a particular style of podcast. It was two fans who came from an intellectual standpoint about wrestling. Now, I've known two chains for a while on and off because of our affiliation with Battle Club Pro uh, in Brooklyn, Bronx, New York. Uh, and uh, I'll tell a funny story after I do my, my my quick what to do. But once I got to get to talk to Jamal and I got to talk to Will and Sellis and slowly build up that chemistry and realize, and I say this all the time, we are one of the most intellectually stimulating wrestling podcasts, which I know sounds like an oxymoron to some people going along right now, because while we're fans on one hand, we don't lose our shit, pardon my French, because our favorite lost or because of booking decisions. The amount of information I learned from Jamal during the news gives me a lot to research and go over for other things that I'm working on in terms of my podcast. Whenever we did that high-low cameo, that is one of the most fun (laughs) things I have been a part of in my entire broadcasting career. It's fun, fun, Jamal, because we have fun. (laughs) Fun Uh, show. The fun show. (laughs) And two chains will never let me live that one down, but it's fine. But that's why I joined this show because everybody brought something to the table. Everybody had equal say. And Jamal cracks me up. Marcellus cracks me up. Will and I always crack jokes. And Two Chains and I always talk about how to progress and grow. And I think that is why 300 matters. Not just because we beat DBZ and, and all the other animes out there. 
<laughs> because we've outlasted a good majority of wrestling promotions. The same people who would allow us to interview them are no longer functioning. Why? Because you didn't follow our model. That's why you didn't last. Just an FYI. Oh, so quick, quick story, quick story about me and two chains. I believe it was Women Crush Wednesday one in Battle uh-huh. Club Pro. Uh, I had not been extended the offer. We talked back and forth off air, just about like catching up with each other. I'll never forget this. We're both in the bathroom, you know, using the urinals. I recognize him. I don't know where I recognize him from. He tells me later, oh shit, that was you. I knew that was you. (laughs) But he goes, I didn't know what to tell someone who's taking the leak. Like, hey, I know you, BT Dub. You know, and it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? That would have been the worst place, but obviously on brand for us, probably the most like realistic place to start that. Dude, when I'm done pissing, I'm going to wash my hands and like give you a pound. Like that's the kind of... That, that's how that worked. And then, you know, we, we talked it out and he brought me on and I am eternally grateful for everybody here. But if it wasn't probably for that weird bathroom interaction, who the hell knows where I'd be in terms of this show? So thank you. So I you look, follow I, COVID protocol before COVID protocol, huh? Yes, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me add something else to that really quick. Like I've been in bathrooms at shows and people are completely having full-blown conversations with me yep. about the podcast while I'm at the thing. I won't be that guy interrupting you doing your business while you're in the bathroom. Because <laughs> folks will do it. And God knows if you're at like a, a legit, like a uh, big wrestling promotion and, and you, you know, between bathroom breaks, that's not the place you want to be talking to Ooh. somebody or starting your chants and all that other stuff. I'm in and out of those bathrooms and God knows I've never been to a, a clean wrestling bathroom ever. <laughs> at least the men's one. So, um, but yeah, I I, I I definitely want to do something else really quick. Oh, by the way, you was talking about Hollow Cameo being fun. You missed when we used to do Do Do, do You Care. Uh, that used to be one of my yes. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, too, I mean, all jokes aside, uh, and regardless of where they stand now, I'm definitely grateful for the opportunities that Nova Pro presented us um, in, in our um, really getting started. Um, and then to all the local promotions around here, Mike Valentine of Fury. Um, uh, why am I forgetting? Flying V, um, Crab, and uh, who else am I missing? Prime Time. Oh, Prime Time. Thank you. And is that is that it? One, two, three, four. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Three. MCW. Uh, M- MCW um, and uh, and uh, C3W. You know the local promotions around here that definitely. Lit to us for um, for numerous reasons. One, wanting us want to do something to be a part of us, um, trusting us to help them promote. I mean, little things that I never thought when I first purchased my microphone and was sitting in my room talking about wrestling. I didn't know these things were possible. And then I also got to steer this back to Jamal really quick because um, when you say you want to run something, when you're going to do something, you don't understand the business that's behind it and like. When you're doing things that involves you and the other person sorting out, you know, the logistics of things. And it's it's it, it could be intimidating if you really don't know what you're getting yourself into. And Jamal was right by my side. Every every time was just like, that ain't right. We don't, we're not doing that. We don't want that. Here's what we can do. Here's, you know, what we're able to offer. Here's what we would like and continue. 
team already made sure that um we got well, I mean, that we all something like yo we're gonna do a whole ass podcast for you for two hours and then we're like well cool can we get two tickets oh no mm-hmm. oh, well, <laughs> i mean <laughs> wait, what are you talking about here <laughs> so um and then also, would be nice and then also, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, some other uh, uh, folks, and I'm not going to bear the name of everybody, but definitely folks, podcasts, and other things that uh, has definitely uh, been very adamant part of our growth. First off, I definitely got to start off by uh, shouting out my boy uh, and well, well, my family, shall I say, and J Lee Photography, Antoine and Christina, they have been um they're 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 like they're really family like i know antoine my entire life i mean to a point that we were wrestling to the point that he was he was a bully i'm just gonna throw that out there um but seriously uh him being 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 a part of this journey helping me in ways and um and and seeing them grow where they are i'm definitely appreciative of of that Uh, it's always good to have friends in the same thing that you're trying to pursue battle club pro in new york is the next one. Um, I, I, I guess the other word I got used, the word I got used for them too is family. And that's just that. I can probably go on there for like another 30 minutes uh, and I would expect for somebody from there to be joining the show later. And there's some other podcasts and stuff I just want to uh, give a shout out to. This is going to be hard because I'm trying to think of all the different names. I know the first one um, I want to give a shout out to is... Um, uh, attitude of aggression. They mm-hmm. started out around the same time we did, and they have always been a healthy, brotherly show to us. Yep. Never competition. Always willing to help. Always wanting to uh, be a part of something and collaborate. And I mean, that's not something you see often because people think this is some type of a competition. It's really not. So, um, definitely, definitely appreciative to uh, our relationship with them. Uh, Chairshot.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Greg, I, I, you know, when you talk about somebody who has the same psychology and ideology of what your show and brand represent, well, I didn't think I was going to define it immediately right in front of my face. And there is chairshot.com, somebody else who just, um, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of their work and always good to uh, consider them as a, a brother brand. Uh, who else am I missing here? Yeah, well, three black geeks. Three black geeks, yes, my my boy Chris and uh, and um, D, <laughs> just check them out. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> um, uh, 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 who else? Who else? Oh, I can forget about my man Sean O'Brien, also oh, as well. Sure. Another person, a uh, local in this area, who had the same mission as us, wanting to help promote. And, and uplift uh, our local promotions. Um, and Sean just does uh, work. I mean, I, I'm talking about, I don't think that dude ever slept when it came down to doing work. Constantly working, constantly on the go. Um, good guy, uh, for sure. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I should have wrote these things down to be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, who? Who else am I forgetting? Uh, when names come, I'm just gonna just name drop them. Shout them out um, as they come. I definitely will. Uh, I definitely will name some other names as well. Uh, first of all, Black Wrestling Alliance, their support, and definitely where they're taking things for right now and having us a part of them. Definitely has something to them. Uh, my guy Malcolm of Muscle Man Malcolm on YouTube. Um, some other names just came to my head. 
So this is a tricky one, but <laughs> because I don't know where to go with this one. But rant with Ant, who now is game with Ant. Game with Ant. The man, <laughs> the man with a billion brands here. And Ant's always been good to us. And uh, I, I, I love his enthusiasm and everything he does. And I'm telling you, that dude can make a logo like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> like that dude works his ass off as well. And uh, I'm just going to position a little bit over to talent and stuff that we yes. we work with over the past. Um, there's friendships here. And actually, I may not even name drop some people, but I will say that a lot of the people that we've dealt with, interviewed or whatever, we have absolutely sustained um, amazing friendships with them to the point that um, that's what I'm most proud of is because we interview people to the point that they want to do interviews again. And to the point that it's like, well, we don't even care about the interviews now. We just like to just talk and then that's that, you know? And I think that is um, something, oh, and I, God, how could I forget about this person? Um, Dennis of the Square Circle Sirens, who I, I swear, I, I talked about this probably like earlier this year, but he had a conversation with me that really, really helped me um, and I probably can go on for that for a little bit, but I'm so appreciative of him. But like the advice that he gave me and the approach about dealing with talent and so on has been something I've been uh, prideful for and we're on my chest uh, every single time we do something like that. And again, every single time we've ever, ever had anybody on this show, they've always been uh, willing and open to coming back. And we've made amazing friendships uh, over the years. And I know Jamal probably going to say it, but I'll just say it first. We interviewed Jordan Grace, damn it. And Jordan Grace did, did not at this point do interviews and by no means had any problems with doing so. We've talked to Jordan numerous times and um, still a friend and as, as well as Gresham as well. So, um, you know, that type of professionalism is what we really pride ourselves on and being able to not just interview talent, but actually can, uh, have healthy friendships and, and, and relationships with them. And that's just something that we definitely are striving to continue as we move forward. So I've done so much talking. So I'm going to join. I'm going to um, ask Marty in really quick. So I'm going to drop a few of us out and I'm going to drop a few people in. So hold on really fast. I'm going to keep this one. This one. Hello, Nicole. Stay, hey, congrats, stay, you guys. Thank you so much. Now, I need you to uh, uh, state your, hold on, let me get you over here. I'll just hide over in this corner. I need you to state, state your set. Um, I'm Nicole. <laughs> I'm one-fourth of Down for the Count podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Down for the Count 19. And you can also um, find us on Instagram at Down for Account. I don't remember our handle, so just type in Down for Account. Nice, um, nice. Also on Facebook, but I don't do too much with it, so please mm-hmm. don't judge me off of our Facebook page. Um, <laughs> but you can also you can find us on um, Spotify, um, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere that you can pr- anchor, and pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast at. Awesome! Awesome. All right, so and then tell us also little- shout out to We Love Wrestling, which is our our affiliate. So Terry Pretty Heels and all them. Awesome, awesome. So really quickly, uh, when did you get started? And um, 
and what's sort of been your motivation going on thus far? So we started down for the count because it was like me and a few of my friends, we met via Instagram as wrestling fans through um, TIFF. And we were just kind of like, there isn't a lot of female centered wrestling podcasts and Mm -hmm. also female centered podcasts ran by women of color as well, specifically black women. So we're like, okay, let's change that. Mm -hmm. So we started um, down for the count and we've just been slowly growing it since we have, um, we have a bit of a small niche audience because Mm -hmm where we don't really bite our tongues we just say what we say and mean what we say so we're we're slowly um growing but we've been um together for about a little bit over a year now so we're just expanding our horizons a bit right now awesome well as i said earlier in the show you know we're always here looking to collaborate looking to help others and um you know we, we, we talked a little bit uh, off air and stuff like that or chat a little bit and um, yeah. definitely would be cool to be able to do something soon. I think we definitely should set something up, especially, uh, you know, since uh, it's been a while since we've actually collaborated. We've been just grinding each and every week doing episodes. But, you know, the door is always open to uh, to do some collaboration work. Yeah, same over here. And then obviously we'll talk um, a little bit off camera, but we're switching yeah. up how we're doing our interviews and stuff. So a little bit more engagement. So once nice. we get that all settled in, cause we're about to take, we're on our season, season break right now. Yeah. So once we start getting roaring back, we're going to start reaching out to everyone be like, Hey, about to have you on and do, do one of our interviews and whatnot. But. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're here and you know where to find us. And thank you yeah. so much for, chiming in showing us some love tonight um you know i i can say for advice is that you know for making it 300 episodes um you know make sure it's fun that's yeah. it. just just a simple thing no matter what if you're losing sleep if you know if you are, are shuffling your personal schedule regardless of whatever it is just make sure it's fun and by by next thing you know five years breeze past you <laughs> then you are and like and, 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 you know, Damien is a, um, a psychologist, psychologist, a mental, a therapist, excuse me, um, uh, focusing on mental health. And he'll tell you any, any and every day that, uh, you know, as long as it's healthy, as long as it makes sense, then, you know, you're doing the right thing. And this is something that we all go towards. We, we, we let it be no secret. We've all had personal struggles right. 2020. <laughs> But each and every Thursday, we're here because yeah. this is something that that creates that balance that we need. And um, moving forward, you know, that's just always what you want to have in sight is that no matter what, no matter if it's nothing going on in wrestling for the week, no matter if you're down on your luck, you know, make sure that coming to the show is something that this, that gives you that refreshing new feel uh, for the day. And I, I, I absolutely love doing it uh, with these gentlemen each and every week. So, I was anyway, say you have to. You guys been together this long. That's insane. Three hundred. <laughs> so crazy to me. <laughs> because I was, because I was like thinking about. I was like, I can't. I was like three hundred. I was like, what? Like, what if we get to three hundred episodes down for account? Like, who's gonna listen to us yell for three hundred episodes? <laughs> that's literally like. And There's always a niche. People when they listen, I'm yeah. Like, I'm just letting you know we're just yelling about stuff for. <laughs> <laughs> for an hour and a half, just so you know. 
There will well, always that, that be works. something new to yell about yeah. every darn week. <laughs> wrestling will never let you down in that respect. <laughs> We all uh, wrestling fans always have to complain about something. I feel like I'm one of them, so I can't yeah. can't fault people too much for it. <laughs> and always remember, you know, stay stay true to your brand, uh, regardless of what is shifting in wrestling. You know, always yeah. stick to your guns, and that's that's the biggest thing. Like I said, we we've been proud for well. We never wanted to. Uh, say the popular thing or whatever. We we just yeah. want to stay to what we know, what we feel, and we can all rest at night knowing that uh, if anything goes wrong, Will got us on Twitter because you know. <laughs> <laughs> he does I'm not going to dig the hole deeper. We'll survive the Amaro attack, so we'll be okay. <laughs> no, not Amaro slander. Come on now. Oh, oh, I remember that, man. I remember when people were coming for Will because of the Amaro critiques, and while his critiques were valid, the amount of just rabid fan base talking about, how dare you? You have no empathy, no sympathy. Like, he's talking about his job performance, not the man. Right? <laughs> Folks, take it yeah. up personally. One of those things, like, either a girl over really well or you're just like the worst person in the world depending on how the internet is feeling that day yeah. so. don't don't need to worry about stepping in that one no more Nat. he's off just doing a uh, snoop dog shows with the, with the boxing <laughs> he'll be all right he'll be all right okay all right we'll get we can get snoop to come over to nxt and take over his spot Hey Will, all right, you keep saying that till you wake him back up and he'd be writing your mentions again. <laughs> He'll be back, I'm sure, uh, someday. Yeah, oh, I think he just he just needed a break. That's just yeah. how I felt when and I don't remember, I don't know who he did. I don't know if it was his podcast or something. I read like a snippet and he was just talking. It just sounded like he was just tired. Yeah. yeah. Just tired of it. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he works hard, but you know. yeah, he's fine. he'll be fine. Yeah. He's still getting well, checked, so no that's then that's all that matters. <laughs> well, Nicole, definitely, you know, keep in touch. Uh, we'll work something out. We will be going on our actually um, our little break come January. But January is where we just kind of refresh, uh, take yeah. some time off of, of recording. We'll be back February, but definitely, let's get something on the let's get something on the books and. Uh, you get the crew together. I bring the crew, and we'll we'll do something. Yeah, it'll be uh, fun. All right, I'll see you guys later. Congrats! Thank you again. so much for the love. Thank tonight. you. All right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. All right. Now, time to add somebody else in. What's going on, a Dizzle? Look, I gave you a shout out earlier. <laughs> Before you even get to say anything, all right, man. What you all are doing is just monumental. But you can introduce yourself and let people know who you are if they already don't know. Man, um, gosh. So I am your boy, A Dazzle. This is um, the face, I guess, of um, Black Wrestling Alliance. What do what do I say? Um, usually, usually there's an introduction, and I'm like, yes, that's what I do, and uh, no, that's not what I do. Um, so it's a little difficult to kind of introduce myself, but um, Black Russian Alliance mainly on um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the page um, I like to call the number one page for all things black wrestling. Um, if you want to know about what's happening in the world of black wrestling specifically, um, I guess I'm the guy. You're the guy. Oh, I'm humble like pie. Humble. 
I'll, I'll try. I, I, I'll try. I, I like to think that we're the number one. Please, they are the number one source <laughs> of, of black wrestling, without a doubt. First of all, you guys' work ethic is incredible. I, I, again, I think the theme of tonight is when do people sleep? Because I'm seeing new content at night, <laughs> new content in the, in, the, in the morning. Just whenever you're just constantly working and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, you know what? It's, it, it's crazy because um, for those that don't know, and if you can't already tell from this voice, um, I'm not from the US. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> so um, I'm in the UK, and obviously, for most of the year, we are five hours ahead of yes. um, the US. Um, so my sleep pattern, um, I don't think there even is one that exists. Um, it is actually, it is now 10 to 1 in the morning here, Ooh. of course. So you've got to think as well, like, not that I've done it much this year, but most of the time when wrestling's on, when it's live, when Raw, SmackDown, AEW, whatever is on, it's starting at like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning over here. You know, um, pay-per-views even longer, five hours when it comes to WrestleMania. How I do that, I don't know. Um so yeah, so sleep patterns and all the rest of it. Um, knowing what time to post, it, I, I don't think about it anymore. I'm just like, okay, I've got an hour. I'm awake. Let me just do something real quick. Then get get like a couple hours sleep. Then do my normal day to day job. It, it, it is what it is. To be honest, it's yeah, it is just what it is. Man, first off, you know if you don't hear. The, the, I mean, I, I feel like you should hear it more so than enough is that um, the work that you all do um, is super appreciative and the idea of spotlighting um, black wrestlers and, 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 and black talent within wrestling mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. It, it really is. Um, number one, I want to start off by saying um, be, uh, being able to be part of this new project that you're working on. I don't even want to take the credit for it. I'm going to let you talk about it. First episode dropped last month. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. being a part of that is super special. I love the enthusiasm. I love the structure. Um, a- again, you guys are just phenomenal over there. But yes, definitely talk about that project really quick. So the project that you're talking about is the Jet Power 10 um, or the JPX, um, which is something that I developed um, or did the idea developed with myself and Sir Wilkins of the Java Tears podcast. We kind of, we, he, the Java Tears podcast is one of the, um, one of the places that, you know, one of the people that I, you know, started doing collaborations with very early on in my page. So we, we, we've done quite a lot of things together. So we wanted to do something that was a little bit more sustainable, had some kind of longevity to it, um or the intention of having longevity to it so what it is is basically a monthly power ranking of black wrestlers and the general idea is to eventually is to do it in a way where eventually we can then do a an annual thing as well so um like yourself and i think about 30 at the moment 30 other contributors um, it is getting them to, you know, devise their list of 10. I then put it together, find out who the top 10 is for that month um, and put out a show. We did the first one. 
um, a few weeks ago. The next one should be out this weekend. Actually, I'm filming it tomorrow morning. So in less than 12 hours. (laughs) 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 So next one's going to be out. So the the plan is um, after, you know, at least 12 months from now, um, we'll have a list that will be legit. So it's not going to be a list by just myself. Um, just my own opinion. Um, it's a list of opinions from other content creators, journalists, black journalists, mainly black journalists, not only. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it will feel as if it's got some sub, some substance to it. Uh, it's all about our people because we have felt that we've been a little bit underrepresented in the bigger lists, namely the PWI 500. Anyway, um, so it, it, it's just trying to make that into something um i've been asked to do it for so many so many times to do a list and mm. i'm just like it, it's not something you can do overnight it's yeah. not something i could do on my own um as much as i'd like to think i'm a very balanced and unbiased person at the same time you know knowing that only one person has put a list together it's kind of like yeah but did you consider this what about this person yeah. blah 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 all of that so when it's a bunch of people um hopefully that will make a lot more sense um to the whole thing so that is the plan that is the plan yeah I, I, again the structure the detail into it and then, like just to be clear because he's explaining this verbally mm-hmm. and like we've had verbal conversations and and and, and texts and, and messages and stuff mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. like there's a whole pdf file that is super <laughs> elaborate i think nice. myself like <laughs> I did my first night. Yo, uh, I, for a minute, I was like, am I at work like that? Like, it was so, <laughs> so elaborate and so detailed. I was like, oh, yeah, this this is the real deal. And I think that um, taking on that responsibility and, quite frankly, not half-assing it in the way that you're doing is just <laughs> it's really remarkable. And uh, I wish I could, like, donate you sleep. <laughs> but uh, you're, you're one, of, <laughs> every one of the hardest men working right now because um, that's phenomenal. Along with all the other things you do each and every uh, yeah. each and every day, new content, uh, whether it's spotlighting, uh, it's, it, it's it's all things black. Well, I, just, I don't want to just keep saying black wrestling. I want to say um, uh, African-Americans within uh, professional mm-hmm. wrestling. So, you know, all types mm-hmm. of talent and so on. Uh, from each of promotions, from deep, digging deep into the indies. I definitely saw some people, I was like, I'm not even familiar with them. Like, this is legitimate work that's going on here. And I'm just like, dude, they're 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 doing something super special. And it's second to none. There's It's not even a I question. Mean, to give a little bit of a backstory as well to the page, um, you mentioned the indies. Like, the whole thing basically started out as um, about... So the page itself started three years ago, but about five years ago, um, mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to do something with wrestling, um, something that I loved for ages, was very quiet about it. Still kind of am now, but obviously not anymore. Um, but what I what I started to do was find new wrestlers, black wrestlers that I just didn't know about myself. So as I'm finding them, I was like, you know what, let me post about this person, let me post about that person. And that's kind of why or how um, that focus on indie talent has happened. Because we all knew about some of the people that are, you know, in WWE, in um, Impact TNA at the time. 
So I kind of just wanted to do something different. There was more than enough people out there doing, you know, general wrestling news. Um, you've got, you know, you had Curbside Hero, Wrestling Classic, The Wrestle Page, all these different people out there doing so many, so many different things. So I kind of wanted to try and do something different. And that was the way, that's more or less the way it happened. I must say that even in 2020, I feel as if I've done a lot of people a little bit of an injustice. Um, I mean, I know there hasn't been a lot of indie wrestling happening because of the pandemic and whatnot. Um, but I think because of that as well, um, I've decided to kind of, I guess, keep it safe a little bit. Yeah. I've only mainly focus, really focus on the stuff that is easily accessible. Um, I, I kind of want to definitely want to go back to trying to be a lot more focused on what happens on the Indies now that, especially yeah. now that it started back. Um, so I'll be looking to do that definitely um, in the next few months and stuff. But yeah, that's 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 where it all started. That's how it kind of all came about. Um, and I'm just privileged to be in the position that I'm in. Um, being from the UK, um, we are definitely forgotten about. I, I don't think half half the people in America realise that there are black people in in, in the UK. That's that's a fact. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's that as well um but it also as well the other thing that that does help is also allow me to shine a lot of um shine a light on black british talent as well um we we're forgotten about here so you know to to be able to do that with um a fan base that is actually 80 percent um from the u.s is incredible and I, I know for a fact that some wrestlers from the uk um and even one or two indie wrestlers um that i've highlighted on my page have had have had opportunities because they've been spotted on my page mm. that alone is just like that that is it that's the pinnacle i know i've, I've done my job now like I don't, even, I don't even feel i don't need to do anything, anything more um <laughs> and that's kind of part of it, it was kind of part of the reason why i was doing it um, I was like, if I can get someone noticed, I've done my job. It, yeah, that's it, really. That is what's up. I want to bring in my buddy really quickly now, Brian Waters. Now, the reason I want to bring Brian in is because um, here in America, especially in my area, um, up in uh, on the East Coast, Brian, good friend of mine, another show that I absolutely respect. His work ethic is beyond crazy as well, too. <laughs> I, like, I almost, I like, to be honest, like, I almost forget that, like, he's legitimate, a journalist, and he also legitimate, like, works for uh, a sports uh, network. And it's just like, well, uh, like, wait, is he, like, two people or something? Because, like, I see him, like, streaming, but then I've been seeing him, like, uh, I just don't, I, sometimes I just can't put it all together. But what he does also, too, as well, uh, as far as highlighting and spotlighting people um, each weekly, uh, uh, putting out a product for wrestling, put out a product for just all the sports, put out a product for uh, for the, the business uh, uh, folks of, of America, shall I say, um, and really have an intellectual conversation. Brian Waters just does it fucking all. Brian, welcome. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, happy 300th. Thank know you, buddy. Not easy. It's... Um, Anybody knows when you do, you get in this podcast business, it's uh, fun, but it's also work. And 
to do 300 episodes man shout out to y'all and to be able to do that as a unit that's the thing mm. you know one of the things is i love listening to the show one i love following you guys on twitter um i know especially my man he will go give me some content and um <laughs> <laughs> it's almost funny because when I see the internet complaining, I run to his page because I'm like, okay, so what is he going to say about this? Because most of the time, you know, he's healed with it, but most of the time it makes sense. And we are on the same page. Uh, shout out to my uh, brother and co-host, The Real Dwayne Allen, because even though they never met, like, I, and I think maybe they might be interchangeable because a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> they say a lot of the same stuff, you know? So, um, you know, I'm uh, honored to be a, um, on here for the 300th episode. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I had to make sure the big gold belt was showing in the background. <laughs> Keep it on brand. There you go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so let, let me let me ask you you two a uh, question real quick. I'm gonna add Silas back in here really fast. Let me let me ask you two, what motivates you two, regardless of whatever number of episodes, whatever whatever it is. But what just continues to uh, give you two that fire to continue to push each and every week? Oh, what's up, um, for me, man, it's just the love of wrestling, the love of the business. Uh, always, you know, I was listening to you, y'all shows were ones that I would listen to. And I, when when I was working at the four letter, I don't know if you want me to name the network on here or not, but uh, when I was working at the four letter, uh, and the wrestling room as a whole had to come to a standstill because I had to move to Connecticut Well, I moved back. But then Dwayne was doing some things and, you know, so we couldn't, we had all the time in the world and not all the equipment back in college. And we, so, but now we got better equipment, but we don't have the time. So we couldn't do the show the way we traditionally would do it. And I remember reaching out to him. I said, man, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and, you know, it helps me one. I stay, you know, I watch wrestling every week anyway, but it just helps me engage and being able to, you know, uh, engage with you guys, engage with a dazzle, you know, shout out to him. You know, I've told him this before when he was on the show, like I've always appreciated the way he's put black wrestlers over and, you know, just being able to see that content, you know, that's when I like came with wrestling for the culture and I would always make sure I embed his tweets in when I was doing his <laughs> articles or when I was doing the videos weekly, because to me it was important. Like, obviously, you know, a lot of people know, but just in case one person didn't know who he was for some strange reason, it was a collaboration and, you know, got the, you know, the blessings to do so. And, you know, and I always loved the fact that, you know, we as wrestling fans, are a lot of times looked at from the outside. People don't understand us, but we can go somewhere, whether it's at a wrestling, we could be in a restaurant and somebody yeah. see a wrestling shirt and it's like, oh, okay, you like, oh, you like Roman Reigns or you like John Cena or you like Randy Orton and boom, next thing you know, you're talking for 20 minutes. You know, so <laughs> we always, um, we able to enjoy, we able to understand each other. So um that's what motivates me, just being able to have this community that I can share my love and my passion with. That's awesome. 
And Daz, what, what, what keeps you going, man? Honestly, what is, what is it that, you know, when you're tired, when you don't want to make those graphics, when you just don't want to record that video, <laughs> what is Word. it? Please tell us, because I go through it all the time. Um, tell me. <laughs> um, oh, man, what keeps me motivated? Insanity, maybe? I don't know. Um, I, I, You know what? I think it is very much what I said earlier about knowing that um, – there are people, there are wrestlers out there who have gained opportunities because I dis- I saw something in them, not had a com- not necessarily always had a conversation with them or whatever it is, but I've seen something in them to make me feel as if okay, I'm going to put them on my page. I'm going to spend you know the the next fifteen minutes, half an hour researching what they do, who where they come from, where they've wrestled before, what championships they may 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 have not won, put them out there, and then boom they then get an opportunity by someone um just knowing that that's a possibility alone uh is is definitely something that keeps me motivated in a massive way i know of one person who was signed to aw because they were spotted on my page mm. awesome that, that's awesome that alone is boom that's that's good for me um i know of someone who was who was spotted by teddy long in the back on, on an um wwe show they were in they were in catering or in the back or whatever else spotted by teddy long because he saw them on my page mm. so stuff like it's 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 stories like that that keep me motivated for sure for sure it's crazy, crazy. Uh, and, you, and before i forget too really quickly you're also doing uh a special i was gonna say promotion contest going on right now definitely want to plug that in real quick. yes <laughs> So at the moment, um, again, working with Jobbertia's podcast as well as uh, Wrestling News and um, a page, John Cena Cruz and Devil's Devil's Deville. Um, We've got a Christmas giveaway going on. We are giving away a um, replica WWE belt, two um, £50 Fifty dollar coupons. I said fifty pounds, didn't I? Fifty dollar coupons. Then again, depends where you, if you if you win any in the UK, you get it. You get fifty pounds. Um, coupon for the WWE shop, and as well as free separate vouchers for a month of the WWE Network as well. Um, oh, I was gonna I was gonna say the rules are simple, but they're not quite that simple <laughs> um, it's kind of like this point system um if you retweet you get a certain amount of points if you repost and um tag people in you get a certain amount of points but then the other the other thing that's been very very interesting is you get five points if you cut a promo as to why you think you should get that replica belt um we have had some very interesting promos um some people have done like one per day so today's day four um literally one per day and have been healing it like literally it's been amazing it's been amazing to be honest um so that's happening the last day is tomorrow um we're somehow gonna come together on saturday to try and accumulate points and count the hundreds of retweets and whatever else um to work out the winner but yeah man it's 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 been good and you know the craziest thing is i think i gained almost 100 followers just from that alone that's awesome um, that's i was gonna say because you have like eighteen thousand followers on instagram <laughs> when you were downplaying it when you were oh, downplaying when you first came on i'm like wait a minute here <laughs> you know who you are stop that, stop that. <laughs> 
Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm doing. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, that's where I am. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Definitely, oh, for sure, man. By sure. time, I know it's definitely for sure time to get some rest. Um, we, you know, we look forward to uh, having. We, 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 we're going to be doing more. That's not even a question. Sure. So I'm not about to give sure. you some sure. sour nar or some sort. But uh, definitely, you know, if any time, any way you need anything from us, it's always a seat at the table open for you so we will definitely be talking and uh folks as always definitely check out everything that they're doing it's it's really monumental that's all i can say it's probably the only word i can describe for it so get some sleep buddy and thank you for stopping in for the night um and congratulations to you as well for especially 300 um i only started a a show about 20 weeks ago we just done um episode number 19 and i'm like you lot have done 300 of these (laughs) Okay. Well, done. well done well done so yeah shout out to you lot for that man and um, thanks for having me on I definitely need to get some sleep it is now one o'clock in the morning so yeah buddy take care folks yeah, yeah man see you later all right nice one now let me let me let me get to my boy brian really quickly i had to get him i had to kind of segue him on on that real quick so so Brian, definitely, I want to make sure I give you the proper uh, stage to definitely talk about your brand. Would you get started? Um, and and things you got working on because you're always working on something. <laughs> Man, yeah. Um, actually, um, yeah, I've been in OT, so I'm actually going to take a couple couple weeks uh, off. I probably uh, we'll see. I was thinking about a month, but you know, we run into Royal Rumble season, so uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh. I probably, I mean, I looked. I was like, "Wait, I said the 19th, but then TLC is the next day." So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been. Um, so, I'm, I'm, but I'm definitely taking some time. But you know, I'm on the Wrestling Realm, which is you know our YouTube page. The wrestler uh, is Wrestling Realm. Uh, Realm spelt with a W. Shout out to my mother. That was her idea, and um, we, you know, we I do break it down with Brian H. Each and every week. And last night I had uh, Nabias Wilborn, a journalist out of Pittsburgh come join me on the show so it's always cool you find that even in the black journalism community there's a lot of wrestling fans there so i've been fortunate enough to have people like uh, it's Britt waters i've had um david shealy and a couple other people so um you know i've been doing that and uh you know we also you know i got some stuff uh have been working with amber rodriguez on a couple of projects coming up so i'm really excited about that you know, I got to get y'all on as a whole, too. So we definitely going to make that happen in 2021. Awesome. You know, we're ready to boogie at any time, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to call away. And, you know, there's always a seat here available for you. Now, there's one thing I will say. I have never had a full-blown conversation with you and your co-host. So <laughs> okay, when are we going to get the real Dwayne to come <laughs> out of hiding? Well- <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, we'll make it happen. Um, we've um, next year, just to kind of, you know, um, the foreshadow. We, we, next year will be ten years for the wrestling realm, so we definitely have some cool things coming. So, uh, with that, we'll come a media tour. So, we definitely will be on the Big Gold Belt podcast. I, he'll probably say, "You did what?" But nah, he'll understand. <laughs> so, you know, he'll be excited <laughs> about that. You know. Oh man! And when oh. I talk to him, he you know he definitely loves you guys' uh, content. You know he calls it you know one of the most most respectable ones in the wrestling community. You know, um, it's no secret a lot. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there, but not everybody has like the professional setup, you know, or the uh, clear audio <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> the basics. <laughs> 
I'm just going what it is, you know. And uh, my friend uh, Ashley Baker, uh, she told me, she said, you're such an engineer. I said, look, when I listen, I'm giving a, I want to listen to a show. I want to hear good audio. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I, man, if I told you how I made sure the team, I was like, whatever you need to get this right, I am here. There's no way we're going to be sounding like we're in a bucket. And like, <laughs> it is. It is by all, same. I can't even acknowledge the show if it's just the quality is just that bad. But, but see, so. like y'all were ahead of the game, right? So there were a lot of people doing podcasts who, when the pandemic hit, they had to go out and buy uh, buy new microphones or right. you know set up their backgrounds. Y'all were already ahead of the game. Like <laughs> <laughs> y'all had everything on point, and that's what I love about it. And you know what's funny with you and 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 your and your day job, which you know I I don't know if you shared or not, but with you being in that, in, okay, <laughs> I was say yeah, with you being in the industry, I'll just say mm-hmm. like it's it's got to be kind of mind blowing that you see something that I think there was like a blind eye to this podcast setup. It was like that's not real to the point now that like well the pandemic has showed y'all that like this is the way to be effective in mm-hmm. getting you know getting it done. So like it, it is kind of funny to me when I look at it. I was just like and I even said it on a few shows. I was like yeah, look at them with their their, their uh, blue yeti mics. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast starter kit. <laughs> Gotta get a blue yeti. And, 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 uh, and like, you yeah. can tell they don't have the volume settings correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got the gain all the way up. Like, whoa. <laughs> so, you know, and, um, and, you know, shout out to the doctors that, I, you know, help me put them with the media. You know, they've even invested in microphones. Some of them sound better than some news people. I'm like, you know, well, granted, it's, salaries are like this. <laughs> but, you know, they realize, like, any other time they wouldn't, I can't do the interview. I was like, no, it's okay. You can do it from your house. Just close the door, make sure there's no patient information showing, you know. You're good. I mean, we've all seen interviews at this point where somebody's walking in the background, you know, Getting out of the shower or something. Yeah. <laughs> People have learned. People yep. have learned this year. <laughs> Yeah, man, it, it's it's it, it is definitely uh, you know as much as it's fun. The word mm-hmm. that Damien and uh, Will <laughs> fun of me about. Um, yes, it is a certain level of professionalism <laughs> and investment in your technology. And like my whole team, I'm you know I try to make sure I'm supportive in whatever way I can. But like, definitely has something to them. They definitely went out, bought what they needed, changed themselves around, and like I I'm I'm proud of it. I'm definitely proud that <laughs> you know they. They each and every week they're ready to go, and um, and they're not afraid to point the finger at each other, saying like you need to fix that or we need to work on that or whatever. So it's 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 definitely something, and and, and I'm I'm humble, but like yeah, with 2020 now I'm seeing like people doing their things, and I was just like, yeah, I remember there being a little bit of a slander about the mom, the dude in his mom basement podcast setup, et cetera, et cetera, and it's just like. Oh, everyone's doing this now. There's huh? an uptick in that. Yeah. <laughs> no shame in that at all. So, you know. I actually got a question for Brian, actually. Uh huh. So, the amount of time you've been doing this and you do this professionally, when you're interviewing people, like when you know you're having a guest on that you may not be enthusiastic about, how do you maintain that? 
that energy, that professionalism to not let the listener or the viewer know, like, man, this person just mailing it in. I, I can't wait for this 10 minutes to be up so I can get them off the air. <laughs> like, how do you maintain that internally so it doesn't show externally? Well, to be honest with you, so with me, so at work, I do social media interviews, right? So I'm not heard. So you don't have to see, like, you don't have to see you. I'm just literally asking them questions that my question is going to be cut out. So my attitude doesn't reflect. And then on my shows, I usually have people who, you know, I pick and select. But there are times where you sit in there and you're <laughs> like, OK, come on, give me more what I need. Like one of my good mm-hmm. friends, he was on my show and I'm like, we had a better conversation after the show than we did. <laughs> So you find yourself, it's kind of like being in a match when, you know, I can imagine how Hogan was in the match with Warrior. And Warrior <laughs> wanted to go home 20 minutes early and Hogan had to dig deep and actually work. And, I, and yeah, I actually bashed Hulk Hogan, which people wouldn't believe. But I, Hogan actually had to work that match. Otherwise, it would have been really bad. So, you know, you just kind of got to dig deep. And, you know, sometimes you try to crack a joke. It doesn't always work or you try to, but, you know, it's. Sometimes you just chalk it up like, all right, I'll just take this L. <sighs> Man, I didn't want to. We're not, I'm not answering that question. So don't even try to redirect it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you, tell, you tell us all the time, save it for the show. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey Brian, like you said, the conversations after the, after, uh, once the air goes off, you know? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you so much for stopping in for the night, man. You know, no problem. I have to it, man. Let's, let, let's get this, let's get this stamped early, man. We, all right, man, let's do it. Y'all get ready on a break too, right? Yeah, January is our break too. We're going to take off the whole January, so we can. Oh, so y'all gonna be gone during the Rumble? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's been the plan. I mean, we every year, we've yeah, done, we've done it every year unless okay. something major happens, and we'll 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 stop in. I think we've had that happen once. So, um, yeah, we're we're we're, we're taking our break. And real least, quick, do y'all minutes, think so. they would charge for the Thunderdome for the Royal Rumble? Because I was always wondering, and I, I, I was when I first did the Thunderdome thing, I was like, oh, this is cool. Don't have to do it every week. And I wondered, would they ever get to a point where they would charge people? And then that was a conversation, shout out to our boy Blake, who said maybe they would try doing a rumble. And I was wondering, do you guys think they would do that? Charge for the Thunderdome? Hell yeah. yeah. To make a pro- it's a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's one of the big four. Vince is like, wait, it's a big four, and this determines WrestleMania season? Hell yeah, they'll charge for that. Now, what they'll charge, that's anybody's guess. I'm thinking, if, I, if I'm a virtual fan, I'm not mm-hmm. paying more than 20 bucks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 25 will push it. Somebody would do 25. Even that, that sounds, that's kind of nuts. But I mean, you can't even get new and you won't see. I mean, no. they, no, yeah, they just stick you wherever. Yeah, 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 you're on camera. Yeah, no- if, if, but I will say this: they will have those virtual meet and greets on that. So expect oh, yeah, all that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chat with Roman Reigns for thirty seconds for two thousand dollars. That's the So, thanks for having me. I appreciate Thank it you so much, brother man. We'll be talking all soon. Right. All right, y'all take it easy. All right, all right. All right, let's get somebody else in here now. More love being shown for the night. I just thought about Thinking it. In 30 that. seconds, you might as well bring Cameo back if you do that. Uh, sell it. And ta- speaking sorry. of love as a good segue from We Love Wrestling, my guy Trey. Trey, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? I'm here for one thing. Uh, you know, we do spotlight, so I'm here to try to get a spotlight from y'all, you know, to come on my show. So, <laughs> you know, y'all on 300. I'm only on like 47, but 
you know, we do a podcast love series. So I said, you know, this is the best time to do it on a 300 show. Just <laughs> I'm not even here to promote myself. I'm here to <laughs> like we already had the conversation, dude. You're not gonna come on the show and not talk about where to find your show and stuff at. So now that you have the floor, I need for you to tell everybody where your, your podcast at when I think it's something else I need to be saying too. What day and time can also people hear your show? I think that's really important as well. Uh, but yeah, drop all that information, man. Don't don't be shy. Plug yourself, man. It's no rhyme or reason to what uh, we do over here. It's no day that it comes out. Uh, we do spotlight. So basically, we go out here and we talk to different wrestlers and we let okay. them spotlight they self, um, put they self over. Uh, black wrestlers matters, you know. Um, so that's all we basically do. We sponsor a couple of events out here. Um, okay. Our YouTube page, We Love Wrestling. You can see all the spotlights on there. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes with the pretty heels, uh, down for the count, uh, top rope squishy, a few other people, jobber tears come on sometimes. Um, and then, you know, just go out to shows and I record footage from the shows and then I do little edits to the shows just for the love of wrestling. Yeah. So that's what we do. That's also, and that, and that's important because, um, you know, much like, uh, a Dazzle was saying earlier, I mean, when you're doing that, you're, you're giving a platform for folks who may not. First of all, I got I, I got to kind of screw back a little bit too. a lot of wrestlers getting started. You know, it is a challenge for them being able to put together the gimmicks, being able to get work, getting their uh, um, getting, you know, their um, their attire and gear and all that together. And then if you forget like, oh, yeah, then you got to work on social media. And I think that's something that. You know, outlets and podcasts. That's what we kind of do. Is we want to make sure that we can give and provide our platforms in order to give these people out here who's trying to get started, um, who may not got that recognition, who damn sure have the ring work uh, opportunity for others to see. So, like that work, it, it's it's definitely priceless. And like, um, especially right now in twenty twenty, you still out here being able to do it. I mean, hats off to you all. And like, yeah, regardless of real three hundred or not, like much like I said earlier, you got to make sure that. Um, each and every day when you do it, that you just love it, and it's 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 the vice away from the world. And by all means, you know, it not being about y'all, because literally, as much as I'm trying to get you to put yourself over, you're just like, no, 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 it's not what we do. So as much as it's selfish as y'all, and y'all continue to just try to help and put over other people, I mean, like, I, I'm thankful for that, and thankful for uh, meeting somebody, know somebody like you that's doing good on the independent scene because that's what we tried our stuff on is to make sure that we can elevate um local independent promotions and independent wrestlers who may not get opportunities to look but maybe our audience can get hyped by listening to them and hearing to them and seeing what they're about so like that that's that's you know hats off to you all for y'all work yeah you know we i say we under the radar we got like nine thousand followers but when uh i tell people that we love wrestling you know, we could be doing independent stuff and then boom, out of nowhere, we'll do something with like a big company. Because um, it's just, Spotlight started in May. I've been going to wrestling events and everything since 1989 and independent shows since like 2005. So you take my mind now and they got me into talking to all these people who I got years of seeing. You know, it's just a fun thing to do to give back to wrestling and you know, if one person sees something and like it, I'm good off of it. And that's all it's about. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I appreciate it. So once again, definitely uh, plug where your, um, your uh, all of your content can be found, YouTube and all that other good stuff. So I'm sure all the good people can hear that. 
find us on YouTube. We love wrestling Instagram. We love wrestling uh, Twitter. We love wrestling one. Um, they won't give us that name. And uh, Facebook. What do you mean? Twitter handles that nobody tweeted from. Oh, don't you start with me. Don't, don't <laughs> we know the pain. Yeah, uh, somebody blasted the wrong thing and sent like a hundred followers over there, and I was like, "No, unfollow that page." So we got it down to one follower, but Twitter, ah, whatever. But um, and Facebook, we LUV wrestling, and like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling, and that's what it's all about. Three hundred, like I said in that chat with all y'all. <laughs> this is Sparta. <laughs> I'm surprised no one made a joke about that yet. So I was like, I, was, I, was, I almost said it earlier, but I was waiting for Trey. So I'm just gonna let you know. Like he definitely queued it up, but I was gonna say it. So <laughs> but yeah, man, we we you know the seat is open. That's definitely uh get something on the books and uh we 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 got we got some work to do for sure. Hey, until uh the next person you got coming up, Joe King, when yeah. he comes on, just ask him about the roof. You know, he's nodding. Yep. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right, all brother, right, man. Thank you. you so much for showing love tonight, man. No problem. Congrats to y'all. All right. All right, all right, Damon. Damien, excuse me. Um, go ahead and uh, let's 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 have our next guest. Or you do the introduction here. I mean, this is special. Hey, this is like, special. Special. This is special. This is one of the owners, the principal owner of Battle Club Pro. Uh, he is family to us. I have known him. God knows how long I've known him. And he is what's right with independent wrestling in terms of ownership and talent. The way he treats talent. People say Mark Cuban is the best owner in sports. I would say that Yo Kim is probably the best owner in independent wrestling. And I did not tell him I was going to say that. But yes. He is. And without further ado, don't fake the funk, Yo Kim. Yo Kim Morales, thank you and welcome to the show. Oh, before you say anything, of of 2020, the year of independent independent wrestling promotion genocide, not once ever was Battle Club ever even looked at. No. That right there. That right there. If you have any clue how crazy this 2020 has started out with a lot of things being uh, coming out about people and, and whatever. Not once, not once was Battle yeah. Club ever even sniffed at at yeah. all. So now, with that being said, the floor is yours, sir. First, first and foremost, thank you for the crazy introduction. I'm blushing like a six-year-old schoolboy pulled <laughs> <laughs> by his crush. Um, thanks for having me on. I mean. Congrats. 300 episodes is, is a great, great feat. You guys are great. You know, I love you guys. And of course, no, we're, we're not in question. I was, I literally spoke to the icons champ today. I spoke to the tag champs today. We're going to rock and roll, but you know, with me, it's always about fan safety, uh, the safety of the performers, the sponsors, and you know, it's great and all that there's some shows running, but Right now, as hot as New York is getting again, and as hot as we were earlier, I, I, I'm not going to do anything. We did a show in Jersey, and it's great, and it's always the easy route to just do something in Jersey. But, you know, Battle Club's home is New York. Yep. So when we come back in full effect, 
We will do, do so in New York with the uh, previously mentioned Jabber Tears podcast. Um, a lot of things are in motion. It's just, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. We're on a bit of hiatus. But guys, oh, man, so proud of you. I love you guys. You're killing it. You know, I talk to Damien almost every day. I, I want to say it. Maybe me and Mr. Najir can speak a little more, but, you know, life is busy. I, I work a couple jobs, you know, life, it happens. But thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm, I'm proud of you guys. And you got to keep, keep on rolling. Can't wait till it's 500. I'll be on then. Can't wait till that <laughs> I'm hoping maybe we can do it in person soon, sooner than later. Man. First of all, I love you too, brother. I, yeah, I cannot wait till, uh, Things can uh, get back to normal. Definitely, definitely want to do uh, things in person and can't wait to be back up at Battle Club. It's just always a family affair and good time. And beyond just uh, that, amazing matches and wrestling happening. You know what? I got to ask you a question really quick. What's up? Man, is it kind of like, how surreal is it that Talent that comes through Battle Club, one minute they're there, next minute they're gone. And when I say they're gone, they're not gone for bad reasons. It's they're like for good reasons. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like Battle Club is the AAA of the MLB. You work at Battle Club, you're definitely in the league next. <laughs> you're in the majors left. But like, you know, the, the work that you do, um, not just with giving people opportunities, but the the biggest thing about Battle Club outside of family is conduct. And ethics. Yep. And in a way, you're holding people accountable and presenting a level of professionalism that you're grooming people to be professionals in professional wrestling. The word professional that really isn't attached to a lot of people's names, but you come through there and it's just it's an automatic transaction. Is it just it just transition? It's just because of the work that you do and the, 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 the power and um, the teachings that you, uh, you empower these people with, like at some point, do you just kind of sit back and just, <laughs> just, I don't know, smile and just fall back in your seat, man. Like what, what, what goes on in the head? I definitely do. I'm incredibly proud of, uh, I mean, Anthony Bowen's AEW full time. The C stars are about to be at final resolution. Pontius steals has been murdering the knockouts division. Um, Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like roster, when it comes to the professional aspect of pro wrestling, you know, I've, I've, I've said this before, I've had a conversation with uh, big swollen and my goal is to get the carny out of pro wrestling and make professional wrestling professional. Um, Which means that, (laughs) which means that if I'm going to do that, as weird as this sounds, I'm going to keep it as family oriented as possible because when all is said and done at the end of the day, what you tend to have left is family. So I'm going to treat you as family. I'm going to hold you accountable as an employer and an employee, but I'm not going to be a douchebag about it. And I'm going to make you feel comfortable. You're going to want to be on the show. You're going to want to come back to the show, whether you're a fan, a sponsor or a talent. And, and the whole goal is to, help people get to where they need to go. Great for Bowens, great for the C-Stars, great for Tasha, great for Big Swole. I mean, you know, the list is, is, is gotten pretty big and I'm super happy about it. But, you know, my, little, my only mission is to make sure that I am the correct stepping stone to get those guys to that next level, those guys, girls, non-binary and everything in between because 
the fact of the matter is right now we're not at that stage where I could give three, four, five year contracts, six, seven figures. But if all goes according to plan, we will be there. And, you know, the mission's been has constantly evolved. It's gone from bringing great wrestling to the Bronx to bringing great wrestling to New York to bringing great wrestling to the tri-state. And, you know, after the tri-state East coast, after the East coast, the continent, after the continent, the world. But I just want to make sure everybody's doing their thing and I'm going to hold myself accountable. I would never ask anyone to do something I wouldn't do because that's, that's the kind of owner I got. I, I am, excuse me. And that I was taught that from Carlos who was, you know, who came before me, who set this whole thing up. He's the founder and I'm holding tight to that mission statement. I don't have a ton of time, but I really just had to be on. I love you guys. I, I've actually got a, a business meeting about the vacant world title. Oh, and, what? Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Breaking yeah, yeah. news. Okay. All right, what's up, Mr. Martinez? Yeah, whoa, I was whoa, 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 hold on. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do you why are you meeting with Federated, bro? And listen, Federated is one of the pillars of Battle Club. So they're in this tournament just as much as Darius is, just as much as McIntosh is. So yeah, I gotta run because he doesn't have a ton of time. Oh, okay. But this is news, y'all. Uh Federated <laughs> Battle Club. Oh, we got to be on the lookout for this because yeah, I didn't expect that. In the tournament. I just don't know how many of them yet. So that's what we're going to talk about. But all love right. you guys. Be safe. Okay. And I'm proud of you. And I will be on soon. All right. All right, brother. Oh, man. Love all you right, too. Bye. Shit. Breaking news on the big goal. That's what happens on 300, huh? Come on. We got, <laughs> we, got, we got business deals with world title implications happening on our – get out of here, man. See? Only 300. See? This is random. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's get to our next person Ooh. now here. What's up, brother, Ill fam? Hey, man, state hey, your claim. Let us, hey, let us know. Y'all letting all that other good stuff? What's going on, man? LFM79 on your social media choice from the Black Wrestling Podcast. Just coming through. Um, to salute y'all, man. 300 episodes is a great big deal. Um, I, I hope to make it to 200. Uh, 200 uh, I'm sorry, 300. We just made it to 200 ourselves. So, man, congratulations to y'all on, on 300, man. That's a big that thing deal. Appreciate that. Also, congratulations to 200, regardless yeah. of whatever the number is, still being able to go strong um, is, a, is a good thing. And obviously, I can see the energy coming from you. So, like, you're still having fun in doing so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 300, man, it's, it's it's crazy. It'll fly by. It's been five years. And I, I, I honestly do not remember it being five years. But that's why I pay Silly Sellers the top dollars, because he keeps me honest about the one thing I need. How yep. long has it been, Sellers? <laughs> that's my top job. Historian. So, 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 tell us, uh, how'd you get started? Um, members of your crew and all that other good stuff. All right, so it's it's it's, it's myself, uh, brother Math, and actually the founder, uh, Cal. Um, Cal actually founded the pod really, maybe some uh, seven, eight years ago, and okay. there, there's the first iteration. There was there weren't a bunch of podcasts, but there's also. It was just a space, and there wasn't a space for, uh, you know, people to talk about wrestling from a, a black point of view. Um, and so he he just started um, he just started doing it, and he actually got a a, a job at, at at a major media company, and so he had to leave the podcast. So during that time, uh, brother Math and myself were doing a a pop culture black pop culture podcast called West Buffy, and. We were we were we were sitting there looking for another project to kind of complement what we were already doing, and we reached out to Cal, 
about reviving uh, black wrestling. You know what I'm saying? As the three of us. And I mean, 200 and 201 episodes later, here we are. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I feel like I always ask questions. I'm going to give my other members of the team to ask the questions. <laughs> I've been, I've been cross-referencing everybody today. Uh, anybody want to step in for a question? Well, the first question is, Proof. where did you get that hoodie? We need the hoodie. All right. Because so these are gone. This is now I'm going to tell you, uh, you have to pay attention at Black Wrestling on all social media. Um, you got to pay attention to uh, our socials. We kind of, when we when we put our hoodies out, we put them out for a second. They hit. We let them go, and normally they're gone. Uh, we we bought back this design a couple of times, but it'll be a bit. Uh, we just we just blew out of uh, the uh, nation um, the nation crewnecks. Uh, if, if you'll see those around the nation of domination crewnecks, those we just blew out of, and we we'll probably won't do anything merch wise. Probably at least until Rumble, maybe Mania. Mm. All I'm saying is keep us in consideration. Give <laughs> us <laughs> give us the buddy contact of saying like, hey, they're about to go up and go now. I mean, that's a hell of a hell of a hoodie. It is. Hey, listen, if you see this red X, you know what it means. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a couple other places they attempted. Doesn't matter. If you see this red X, you know it's us, man. Black Wrestling Podcast. You know what I mean? So I got a question, actually. So you 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 talked about being at, at 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. So for you yourself as a content creator, how do you feel about your growth? Like, where do you see, besides the fact that when you first started this till now, how did your vision start? And where did it change along the line to get to 200? And now that you're there, where is your vision putting you to get to that next level? Because we talked earlier that podcasts flame out just like that. But when you get past that 150, 200th episode, that's how you got traction. Mm-hmm. So where, where do you visibly see yourself and the show going when you get to inevitably 300, 400? Right. So to keep going and seeing our growth, I think really is in um, really our, our interactions. So Brother Math and myself are actually family. Um, so we've got a natural kind of chemistry that just goes back and forth. However, with, uh, with Cal, you know, we, we had known each other just social media wise. And now that we see, you know, our banter is, is easy back and forth and it was really, really quick. But now that we see that like everybody, everybody kind of plays their role. One guy's the point guard, one guy's the stretch four, one guy's, you know what I mean? You're big. And, and, and it, and it works like a basketball team or a sports team where everybody plays their role. And when everybody's playing their role at top, you can see the show like pump out and it get more quality and more quality and just moving ahead, man. Um, I just, I, the, the other projects that we do kind of, um, in conjunction with the site, such as like the, uh, the BRP, uh, 50, which is uh, our, um, our list of 50 great black wrestlers every year we've done for the last couple of years. Um, that those sort of projects is, are, are the kind of things that kind of keep us going and keep us excited about the media. Cool. That's awesome. 
Well, definitely, thank you so much for stopping in, showing us some love. The seat is open. We definitely, um, you know, we've been saying it all day. We definitely, once we get back into things, February of 2021, because January we take off, we're looking to establish some collaborations, uh, really focusing on um, whatever the topics or whatever the show theme of that week is. And um, that way we can uh, really help uh, help grow uh, our brothers and sisters shows and um and 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 just have a good time and, and talking to different people you know what i mean a hundred percent man thanks for having me but like i said man congrats on 300 that's a big deal appreciate it brother you take it easy for tonight peace peace all right man i'll say this is a joke it's been like so many people coming in but we have so many open seats at the table we about to reproduce the last supper or something like that you know <laughs> just just kidding no but it's been great just Who's Judas? coming on no, and and it's, been, it's been a great deal with like sharing the spotlight and putting yeah. the spotlight on other shows that are really doing the work and like putting a, a spotlight and some traction on things that need it. So this, this has been I think it's been great. I really like the theme Absolutely. tonight. Oh, well, it, it's not stopping. By the way, <laughs> got another guest jumping in. Oh, this is, this is going to be interesting. Man, I, I don't even know where to go here because I, I got a couple of things I want to talk about and I hope I won't spend too much time on it. But uh, let me get my brother in the show. Well, I'll let Damien uh, take no, the we No, we could do this as a team. Like, wow. Okay, my man's in them. Uh, the Big Bat joining the Big Gold Bell podcast. <laughs> Handing out golf plexes to everybody and their mama down in the South. Especially their mamas. Because, you know, mamas can get it, too. You know what I'm saying? Because they mamas got smart with me. <laughs> she kind of gets you know the in the back head. It's fine. Trevor, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I should have set this tripod up earlier. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, you're working at the clock tower, man. That, that's what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. How First have you off. been? Hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, whoever is uh, tweeting from our, ch- uh, our page right now, I need this tweet to go out again right now. Trevor Aon to AEW Dark. It better happen. Word. Hashtag. Uh-oh. <laughs> Make I it happen. You. I wish I could tell you that I knew who to talk to to do that, but I got I got nothing. I have zero inside on it. It, 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 it absolutely needs to happen. But how, how's it going, brother? How you doing tonight? Thank you for stopping by tonight. So far, so good. I went uh got my train on earlier, and now I'm just uh watching my wife play something. What's vampires? <laughs> <laughs> I think the game is called Vampire. Am I, is that right? Yeah, the game is called Vampire. It's playing a game about vampires. Uh, well, well that, one of the few people not playing Cyberpunk today. <laughs> True. She, uh, that game didn't do anything for her, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> Some reason mine should have been delivered today, but uh, see, that's what I get for buying the physical copy of things. See, I learned I my lesson. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I about to say to you? Um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. I know we were talking about podcasts and stuff and whatever, but I need to quickly divert to something we were talking about on Facebook the other day. Um, what's the name of the movie? Uh, what is the name of the movie? The um God, I just had it in my head and I just can't think of it. What's the movie you just saw and we was talking about it? <laughs> with the with the with the guy and he uh well, that he, he's staging he's staging exorcisms and then the demons was like, Oh, you want oh, the, the cleansing the cleansing hour. The cleansing hour. <laughs> we just watched it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I believe oh, I believe we just, we just did a video on that. Yeah, I believe it's on Shutter, folks. Uh, well, I just want to hear out of out of the mouth now. What was what was your thoughts on it? You know what? I actually really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, um, there is some there's some stuff in there that like there's some little like plot holes that they didn't plug, and it kind of brings down the movie. But yeah, if they just would have plugged those little plot holes, that movie would have been perfect because it was like it was really cool. Just everything yeah. was really cool. Even the even the deaths were like really creative. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a little bit over exorcism movies, but like I love <laughs> how they Made did way this. too many. Yeah, <laughs> but I I definitely love how uh, when you play with fire, you get burnt mentality. Yeah, yeah. It, so. it's funny too because we just watched another movie with that same premise, mm-hmm. and kind of the same thing happened but different, and it didn't end the way that one ended because that twist at the end was a that was that one actually got me. I was like, oh, I yeah, was expecting that. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, folks. I think the it's on Shutter, so if you have the Shutter app, you should check that out. The Cleansing Hour is a it's an interesting. So okay, so the last time you was on the show, uh, we were kind of like in a heightened mist of the pandemic, and you definitely had a show, your first show coming back for the year or oh, yeah. pandemic, just say. Uh, so how's things been since then? Oddly enough, uh, I my year kind of heated up like right after mm-hmm. that. Um. I ended up on some of the bigger shows in Georgia. Uh, I wrestled Simbody at Pro South, and that turned into me getting booked for Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling in Florida for next year. So that that's pretty cool. Um, hopefully, when the borders and stuff are open, I can leave the country again because that's really what I'm. Because I know that's what you've been waiting to do. You've been waiting to go back cro- across the way to apply your trade. Yeah, because I, I don't know, just uh, it's probably gonna sound horrible, but I'm gonna say it anyway. And whoever don't like it can swing on me. Um, <laughs> well, they try, but like, I don't know what's, I don't know how, what's gonna happen with me and things like in the industry here, but it's a whole ass world out there. And I'm not gonna wait for the US, the people on the indies in the US to finally be like, oh, well, that Trevor's been working hard and doing all this cool stuff all the time. Maybe we should give him a chance. I'm really not going to wait for that. Like, as soon as the borders open up, I'm leaving the country as often as possible. Like, if I never wrestle in the United States, if it's going to be like that, it's going to be like that. Because that's just, like, just the way the direction everything's going. Like, nobody's looking to, like, give me the shot that I feel like I need. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, but it's a whole world of travel and wrestling, so... Yeah, I, 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 once again, to my campaign, uh, <laughs> without being said, A.W. Dark, uh, wake up, because they also are bringing people in from the Georgia area, so wake up. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like, beyond just America, yeah, there's a whole entire world across the ponds uh, and different promotions that you would get out there in China. And then, obviously, you've already went through Japan, so you already know what's up out there, yep. and, and then yep. go back and do your thing, like... Well, I know. Don't, don't forget about Battle Club. Whatever you do, don't I'm saying as long as they want me, I will be there. Yeah, the lab and Battle Club they they will need you and they will want you to to be there. Uh, have you worked Britain? Have you worked uh, across the pond like that? Uh, I haven't been to I haven't been to the UK yet at all. Okay, so that's a that's a big one. As soon and I'm talking like I've been sending messages and talking to whoever I can talk to because as soon as 
the borders are open. I want that set and ready to go. So I, I'll be selfish for two seconds and say, you know, aside from the fact that, like, I, I, I appreciate the work you put in all the time, I want to see a mixed tag match that has you and Abaddon on a team strictly for the aesthetic so people could be like, what the fuck am I watching? But at the same token, <laughs> but at so the same was, token people be like, oh, shit, they could work. So that's actually what I'm looking forward to. Like, recently, too. Like, I didn't know who she was until recently. And I was like, oh. Wait, so they're not scared of these kind of characters on the no. show. No. So it's okay. So I so I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, well, that Trevor is too controversial. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're an equal opportunity ass beater. Well, I don't understand exactly. what, what's the problem. Yeah, I think the merch speaks for itself. <laughs> oh, dude, I need to ask this question while you're on the air. I don't think I've ever asked it. Where did the slogan come from? Which one? Shut your <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I've been saying that for years, to be honest. With you. <laughs> like, like that became a thing where people they were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna quote Trevor and be like, shut your ass up,' you know." I mean, like, <laughs> even like, I don't know what, what am I 34? Like, even when I was in the in my 20s, I used to say that a lot, just because a lot of times I don't like arguing with people, especially when I don't like. <laughs> so I won't argue with you, especially you know them people who just. They be trying to harp like weird stuff on you where you're like, look, I know what you're saying don't make a damn bit of sense. Can you just not? But they never do. And I just eventually just be like, man, shut your ass up. And it just, <laughs> I joked about it on Twitter thinking that, oh, I mean, I say this all the time. What difference does it make if I say it in wrestling? And somebody said, oh, you should put that on a shirt. And then that turned into like 10 more people saying it. And then 10 more people said it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. Maybe I should make this a shirt because I'm really not like this is only a recent thing where I even like do merch. I'm really not like a merch guy. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm really not out to sell you a t-shirt. I just want you to come watch me wrestle. True. I really don't. Want, I don't need you to buy anything. But if people ask me to make stuff, then I'm like, oh, okay, well. And then thinking about it, I used to want like a company to like sponsor me and let me like rep their brand or whatever. And then I was like, wait a minute, I own a logo and a name. And I can trademark all these phrases and stuff. I have. Why don't I just rep my own stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just turned, it snowballed from there. So now I'm just like, yeah, if people ask me to put something on a shirt, I'll put it on a shirt because then I can wear it too. Because really, a lot of times I make merch just because I want it. <laughs> For real. That As it should be. Matter of fact, I also question people who make merch. And I'm like, I don't even think you would wear this. So like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I have I, own, I have one of everything that is in yeah. yeah. God, I miss I miss like, going to wrestling shows, looking at people's merch tables of like, yeah, that's cool and all, but like, wait, I don't even think you would wear this. <laughs> See, well, not even thing thing is cool. it's cool. It's more like ooh. how I look. People don't want to like. I don't like me standing at a merch table, so. You- you can just easily approach me. So that's all. That's why I opened the online store so that smart, like I will probably never have a merch table at a show. Cause I don't want to be, yeah. I don't want like the undertaker wouldn't just be standing there so you can come in. Right. Yeah. You, you got to maintain the mystique. <laughs> yeah. If you, like, if, if anything, you don't maintain the mystique, it won't work. Exactly. And I did tell people if they buy something and I have it like in stock in my house, I'll package it and I'll bring it to them personally at the show, but mm-hmm. you'll see me for ten seconds 
hey, thanks for buying this. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Just, it just makes – I used to stand at a merch table. I used to stand at a merch table, and these little kids, like me and my wife would stand there, and she has horns. So so we both have horns. We both have bright red eyes, and people were like, oh, uh, can we talk to them? <laughs> oh. I, 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 it's done me way better to just have an online store than it would be than it ever has for me standing at a merch table. So here's a million dollar merch question. Would you ever do cameo like the Undertaker did cameo? <laughs> oh, for a thousand dollars a pop? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. I I would I would make it not as ridiculous as he was doing it, but <laughs> but I'd probably do it. Especially I don't know, since I, I think me and him are different we're very different personalities. So I uh, it wouldn't it look awkward for me to like say everyday stuff because I'm yeah I'm a demon and all that but I come across as like a demon with kind of like, like a I, I liken myself to like a Billy Zane from Demon Knight from the Tales from the okay. movie mm-hmm. as opposed to a I'm gonna Skeletor take over the world <laughs> <laughs> not like that kind of <laughs> like I, so, so what you're saying is grandma would not get the birthday wishes oh we lose him <laughs> and i was gonna ask that question too well i was like also if you if you talk to grandma would you tell her you want her to shut her ass up like how would you do that oh wait i think he's coming back in yeah. we might he might be back he might be raising from the dead <laughs> i mean he is a demon so it works there he is back, back from the dead I'm back <laughs> so if you had if you had a grandma that ordered a cameo from you, how would you talk to her in that thirty second clip? That depends Damn, on what she like, asked. Me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? She was like ninety two years old. It was a happy birthday. She was ninety two. This homework. Listen, little Billy. Do your damn homework. Shut your ass up. Get off your phone. Get off Twitter. Get off TikTok. Or else get that new ass and feed into a sandworm. Yeah, go ahead and make that cameo account, Seriously. bro. Seriously, go, go make that cameo account just so I can scare little kids. Go ahead, man. <laughs> where, are you, where, where are you working the, the next couple of weeks? I got Southern Honor tomorrow. It's uh, against David Ali. And then Pro South's anniversary show is next Friday, so that'll be that'll be fun. And I think that I think that's my year. I think that's it. And then we got the two holidays, and uh, next year kicks up. And hell, one of the first things we'll do next year is going to Florida, so that's good. Hopefully, there's better mandates in Florida next year. Yeah, I got you. But be careful out there. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where can people find you on social media? Hopefully, they get the name. Borders. As usual, I am Trevor Eon on everything, pretty much. But Trevor is spelled T R E V E R, and Eon is spelled A E L N because I know everybody always spells both of those wrong for some reason. But <laughs> I'm also the only weirdo who uses those spellings, so pretty easy to find. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Trevor Eon, T R E V E R E L N. Makes branding easy. Thank you for joining us, brother.
<laughs> and he disappeared in pure demon fashion. He just disappeared, evaporated oh, into the man. ether. Trevor evaporated. Yeah. All right, so one more for tonight, and um, wait, should we bring him on so we can get his last salutation? Or yeah, let's get his last salutations on. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, all right. There we go. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, what were you saying, Damien? Go ahead. I was saying, like, what are your last, like, last things to leave people before you know you get off for the night, besides scaring the crap out of kids. Uh, besides scaring the crap out of kids, um. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut your ass up. <laughs> hey, hey, Trevor, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in your messages in a minute. We need a new soundbite with that, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing us for vibe tonight, brother. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, take care. All right, see you guys. Oh God. All right. Oh man, man. <laughs> 300 episodes, man. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have one more. Mm-hmm. And I know we were going to kind of wrap up on our news, but um, until that person comes in really quickly, let's just start going down some of the news stuff really fast. All right. So uh, the big weekend is starts tomorrow as WWE Thunderdome moves to Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. The f- big question is, how will it look? How will it be presented? There's some different logistical issues that is different than an arena. Uh, number one, there's no big video board in the middle of the uh, screen. There's been some pictures that have been leaked uh, from the building of the set of the Thunderdome. A uh, big question that I had earlier was, were anybody going to be allowed in the crowds um, in Jacksonville, Miami, and in Tampa, just across the bay from St. Petersburg, there have been crowds at the football games. Mm-hmm. So... That's going to be a thing. The NBA is kind of up in the air about whether or not they're going to have crowds, but they will be playing at their home arena. So that may be a state-by-state basis. So why not WWE? Uh, Tropicana Field is a 35,000-seat stadium, and that's clearly more than enough space as is a baseball and football stadium to have uh, you know, fans in the stands and socially distanced. If they can do it at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, they can damn sure do it at a baseball stadium. So – It'd be interested to see how that happens, but it doesn't look like fans are going to be invited thus far. Uh, the rumor is is that uh, they could have fans by the Royal Rumble, but then, of course, that only gets get kicked down the road until March or so when baseball starts up, if they start up on time, because Tropicana Field is the home of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. About the move from Orlando to St. Petersburg, that's about an hour and a half drive on I-4, and it's probably not going to take an hour and a half because there's always traffic. But what does that mean for people that have to get COVID tests to enter the building? Apparently, WWE is working with a local uh, St. Petersburg-based clinic to get the testing done so that people, if they, uh, if they live in the greater Orlando area, they don't have to drive two hours back and forth to work to get the testing done and bring that to them. Uh, it just clears a lot of logistical hurdles there so obviously if you're flying in then you can get you get to fly into tampa and just drive across the bridge to st petersburg to tropicana field so smackdown tomorrow is going to be the first event um ironically uh, tlc will be the first non-major show and when i say major i mean the saudi show the big four of the year 
and Money in the Bank, if you want to count the big five, uh, it will be the first of the non-major shows, pay-per-views, to be held inside of a football stadium. So that will be interesting to see how that works out. Uh, maybe fans come back, maybe they don't. Uh, that's entirely up to Florida, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. The Royal Rumble is in a, a little over a month. So... All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got our person in now. I think we may have some connection issues, but let's see if we can. Uh-oh, make this that's happen. Molly Internet again. Let's see if we can make this happen. <laughs> Hello, Black Square. <laughs> yep, connection problems. I can hear it, but it is definitely being distorted. Um, look, spoiler alert, it's my best friend, Chrissy James. If you can just get in here. Yeah, she's just. I'm so sorry. I can hear. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, it's okay. Look, making making time even while she's out, and there goes that. So <laughs> we, we tried. We tried. The, the Somali internet was not going to allow it. The Somali internet hit its finisher and put that down. <laughs> Jamal, you can continue. <laughs> I'll let you know something pops up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sonya Deville, uh, we haven't seen her since, uh, I believe, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also haven't seen her since uh, she had a crazed fan and, and an alleged, not an alleged, but a, um, an attempted kidnapping. Uh, home invasion <laughs> happened at her actual residence in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, she writes this on Instagram and part of her Instagram stories recently, and it says, and I quote, I'm going to say this once and try to be clear. I love my fans very much and appreciate you. Despite what has happened, I do not categorize all you all as raging psychopaths, but harassing myself or people I have been with and et cetera is never acceptable. I share my life with y'all to an extent because it is part of what I do and what I signed up for. That being said, I will not hesitate to report or take legal action against anyone that has sent threatening messages and or anything appropriate to me or someone in my life. I have mentioned, I am, like I mentioned, I'm not messing around at all, and it is zero tolerance policy at this point due, due to the reference incident. Thank you. Smiley face emoji. So, uh, the TODR, don't fuck with Sonya Deville or any, you know, wrestler. I mean, be better than that. Um, Ring of Honor, final battle is happening on the 18th, uh, which is also the same weekend that TLC is happening. They're actually going to give away an hour of the event for free on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and something called Stir City. I ain't heard that one. Sure. Uh, this is from eWrestling News. Ring of Honor sent out the following press release today revealing that the first hour of the final battle pay-per-view event will be available for free on Best of on the Planet, Stir City, S-T-I-R-R City, Facebook and YouTube. So if you're watching on Stir City, tweet me. I need screenshots. <laughs> you uh, might be the only know. one watching on Stir City. Look, I, I don't just, get Stir City on my side of the internet. I just I'm just gonna go in the search bar real quick and I type in stir and then things that come up is stir fry, stir receipt, uh recipe. Well, it's S-T-I-R-R. That's what? S-T-I-R-R. S-T-I-R-R. Yes, yeah, stirring, stirring raw, stir up, stirred, stirring raw chemistry, stir up, stir up leggings. 
Right. No. So not a thing. This is not a thing. Oh, it uh, is a thing. <laughs> it is a channel of some sort. Washington News and Entertainment. Uh, WJ. Okay, so it's a local new uh, uh, channel that I still never heard of. So well, that I, I've, I've still never heard of it, and we're talking about it right now. Hold on, 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 hold on. I need to. I, I, I let, let me share the screen really fast, real quick. Stir I need y'all to, City. I need y'all to see this. We sure that's not a strip club, <laughs> Stir City. <laughs> look, look at this. Um, so it's got Ring of Honor. shows Ring of- on it. Yeah, Ring of Honor right there. Okay, so oh. It's got to be a Sinclair thing then. Yeah. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap's because, on there. Um, charge. Look at, the, look at the company right here. Yeah, I mean, how can Ring of Honor compete with uh, Scott Bakula, the tour de force that is Scott Bakula in <laughs> Quantum Leap? Oh, and Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune reruns. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you get back to the news. Uh, let me not be a distraction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you know, stir, stir city. Because yeah, that 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 exists. Uh, either way, uh, if you want to, if you know what that is, and you want to watch it, uh, the first hour will be available on those streaming platforms. Uh, the entire four-hour final battle broadcast will be available on pay-per-view, Honor Club, which still exists, also, and and fight. Um, there's a bunch of matches. Uh, you can look up the matches themselves. Uh, apparently, the Ring of Honor talent is in Baltimore now, and they are in their Ring of Honor bubble. Uh, so good on them for being able to get the show together for you for next weekend. Um, the believe the first hour starts at 8 p.m., and the rest of the show uh, continues at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, a bit of breaking news, apparently. Uh, Thomas Lister Jr., you may know him from uh, from his acting career. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 2. He was in, of course, No Holds Barred, you know, opposite Hulk Hogan. Um, Wishmaster 2, he was in I Got the Hookup, Jackie Brown, Players Club. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, Little Nicky, uh, which is great. But un- unfortunately, he was in Zootopia. I didn't know that. Don't forget Meteor uh, Man. But yeah, uh, he was uh, just a pretty damn good actor, uh, pretty damn good wrestler, uh, and he unfortunately has passed away at the age of 62. Uh, No immediate word that I can see on how uh, he passed away, but still, it is a thing that seems to have happened, and that's uh, a damn shame. Uh, Compton's own Tommy Tiny Lister, dead at 62. Alex Reynolds, we thought he was also dead back in October, when he took a wicked bump in the uh, oh Dynamite main event, he was on the AEW podcast with his uh, tag team partner, one half of the Beaver Boys, John Silver, who's got to be the most over guy in AEW right now. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I mean, like, they have Sting, and John, John Silver is like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they were on the AEW podcast, and of course, uh, they went and address that issue of what happened when he was in the ring because it looked like eh, it's a little like to everyone that, oh my God, call Mama Reynolds and come pick up her boy because it ain't looking good for him. So the podcast is out now on wherever you get your streaming podcast. And he basically, and he says, and I quote, John looked at me and asked if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I think I'm okay. But his rationale is he took a big double team move like a leg drop, frog splash combination 
So he's selling the move. And mm. when uh, the when the blade physically drags his carcass over to the corner, it was because he was not the legal man, or he was the legal man, and, and the tag needed to be made. So his rationale was is that he was selling the move, and you know, but he said that he was awake and cognizant the entire time. Take it for what it's worth, believe it or get or don't. But if you don't believe the dude that did it, you know what are you going to do? So if <laughs> that is insight, and you know, very rarely do we get insight from people that are actually involved in events. But then again, it is wrestling, so. It's take it for what it's worth, even though it involves people that are actually there. Uh, more AEW news, Santana of the Inner Circle. He hasn't been there in a while, uh, and fans are kind of wondering, well, where is he? What's going on? I'm not going to read the Instagram post that he put out earlier today, but basically he had a, a family member pass, mm. uh, and he is uh, is grieving uh, with his family, um, and is going to be off TV for however long he needs, honestly. So mm-hmm. uh, good on him for reaching out to people that were concerned. Uh, but the long and short of it is, is that he is on bereavement leave. So that's, uh, you know, sad times indeed. Also what's sad is the thought of Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 37. Don't want to see it. <laughs> Do it at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, apparently, Goldberg was on something called The Bump, which is not a dance move, but I don't know these things. It's uh, a dance move. Yeah, so it was on The Bump, and uh, which sounds a lot more painful than it is. I don't know why you would name your show after a blister, but sure. <laughs> um, but he was on there, and he was talking about how, um, you know, obviously he wants to face Roman Reigns. Um, and, you know, Goldberg you know, kind of made it no on certain terms that Reigns is, quote, unquote, next. Um, no, I, I just can't imagine anybody uh, want, wanted to watch that show, nope. that match, nope. regardless of how good or bad Roman Reigns has been. Uh, something that we haven't done in a while is a cameo. And, and it's largely because a lot of the popular wrestlers on cameo have ceased to do it um how much is you know james ellsworth charging a cameo the real question is who the hell cares what james ellsworth is charging a cameo <laughs> but cody rhodes is on cameo mm. cody rhodes is on cameo with fuego del sol who's an up-and-coming wrestler who's been killing it on dark Yep. And you know, in, in losses, but he's he's a friend of Sammy Guevara, who's been featured prominently on his on his vlog. So uh, good on Fuego Del Sol for getting in and, and making his 15 minutes and turning that to an half an hour. But who's charging more? Is Cody Rhodes and Fuego Del Sol after taking an internet bit from the from Sammy's YouTube show? Are they charging more on cameo? Then current Los Angeles Laker. Oh boy. JaVale McGee. <laughs> <laughs> he's not with the Lakers anymore. Oh, he's not? Mm-mm, he got traded. Oh, good. Because fuck JaVale McGee. <laughs> um, Wait, he did? Yeah, that he dude, got traded. That, that dude I don't consider to be one of the brightest. So I think if J- JaVale might be trying to outstep his, his own uh price bracket here. Yeah, he's with the Cleveland Cavaliers now. Okay. Yeah, I more. Yeah, he probably thinks he's something. He's probably charging more, especially because the Cody thing sounds like it's more of a rib, you know, 
for publicity than actual things. So I, th- I could see him not really charging that much. Yeah. Well, okay. I could see it with the uh, with like the MJF thing where he's charging an astronomical number and knowing no one's going to request it. So I'm going to say. Yeah. So so, I okay. So I'm going to give you. I'm not going to give you a number, but do you think that Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. or JaVale McGee are charging more than a shiny? Brand new PlayStation Five Digital Edition. Oh, ooh. <laughs> so three ninety nine is the magic number we're looking yeah. at. Hmm. I would say Cody is Cody charging more. more. I say more. So you say that Cody is charging more than a PlayStation Five. Javale McGee more than a PlayStation Five. Yes, I will say that because he thinks he's a three time champion now, or something or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm gonna take that too. I say more. Okay, so a digital edition of uh, PlayStation Five is three ninety nine. Javale McGee is charging five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I knew it. Do you think that Cody Rhodes and Fuego del Sol, the magical tag team that's never existed, <laughs> is charging more than Javale McGee? Yes. Because mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Yes, yep, I agree. I say yeah. no. I say no. Something tells me they're not. So the reason why I said the digital edition and not the PlayStation 5 itself was because JaVale McGee is charging $500. Hmm. But Cody Rhodes and Fuego Del Sol are charging $999. (laughs) So you should have said two. Cody got paid for that pyro. Paying for all that pyro in his entrance. And he has a new game show that's coming out too. Now the question is, the question is, has anybody bought a Cody and Fuego cameo? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, hope not. Same people buying tickets for the Jericho cruise. <laughs> they buying it. <laughs> well, surprisingly, 14 people have charged, uh, pay, paid five hundred dollars for to see, talk to Javale McGee. For whatever reason, why I don't know. I don't know. You could you could have bought a PlayStation Five. Truth, fourteen of them. If you can find them. Wait, what? Okay, Four, fourteen. Wait, you said fourteen people bought Javel McGee, right? Yeah, fourteen. Oh, 14 oh, people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those fourteen people could have bought a PS. Account. Yeah, oh, right. Okay, thank okay. God. So <laughs> I was about to say Steiner um, map out here. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is uh, is that Cody Rhodes charged nearly a thousand dollars. And one person, I don't know if it's Antonio or not. (laughs) Poor Antonio. Yeah, I mean, poor bastard. But one person actually paid a grand to talk to Cody Rhodes and, more importantly, Fuego del Sol Mm. uh, via Cameo. Uh, Bless their heart. If you didn't want the full video and you wanted just to chat, that's only 20 bucks. So (laughs) I don't know. Which is what this seems to be a scale that I'm not really following, but uh, that that it really doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, thousand uh, dollars for Cody Rhodes and Fuego. Good lord, mm. seven billion people watched uh, Impact on Access TV, <laughs> Facebook, uh, you know, Hulu, um, Twitter, Stitcher, Periscope, Tout, Club Penguin. When you add all of the Club Penguin. When you add all of the streaming services that you could possibly watch Impact on, uh, Access TV or Impact themselves said that they have 
uh, reached 750,000 viewers. Mm. Um, it, ironically, they also did a similar number to NXT on TV per their cable ratings. Uh, in, in, their, in their demographic, the key demographic of 18 to 49 year old people. So if your impact, it's really hard to say that like they actually can hang with NXT in this one moment when the show is backed by the fact that, you know, um, Kenny Omega is on the show. Right. So, I mean, good on impact, you know, they'll take it. But at, at one point in time, they had 55,000 people watching on Twitch, um, which went head to head with a live NFL game. Uh, that NFL game peaked at 30,000. Um, there were there was a tape delay on YouTube that had 260,000 views. So, uh, I mean, I say all of these numbers to say that we thought that Impact was dead in the water, and I just bought a new shovel. Uh, we were going to bury Impact. We were have want to have a funeral. You know, Silly Sellers had some wood that we want to make coffin out of, and Impact was done. <laughs> and to say that they have come all the way back to where they are now, where they were trending on Twitter when they aired, when, you know, all these things, I, I, yeah, I'm surprised and impressed at the same time. There was a rumor earlier that Snoop Dogg and the WWE got beef. And they got <laughs> beef because uh, on the New Year's show, the uh, Snoop Dogg was going to come on AEW. Now, it's no secret that Snoop Dogg is a judge on the Go Big show, with Cody Rhodes and uh, Rosario Dawson and other people who are names I forget. So why wouldn't he come on to the network that's going to show the show mm -hmm. the day before the show airs? Right. Cross promotion. Yep. Right. Duh. So why would there be beef? Well, because it's the internet. But apparently uh, there was Snoop Dogg merch and Undertaker merch that were mm -hmm. both linked completely from the WWE's website. And people put two and two together that after the Snoop Dogg announcement on Dynamite, WWE threw a hissy fit and withdrew the merch. Not the case. Um, that merch was a limited run. The run ended. The merch ended. Uh, you know, it, it just happens to be one big old coincidence. And also Vince McMahon is petty. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Speaking of Vince McMahon, uh, remember that time when he sucker punched Keith Lee? Yeah, I don't I either. Crumbled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was an interesting uh, thing to read was that somebody, apparently he was on the WWE 24 documentary and apparently somebody came up to him and said like, yeah, if Vince McMahon ever swings on you, you better sell the fuck out of that punch. <laughs> and of course, Lee, being the new guy is like, sure, I, I guess. So Keith Lee who's, you know, 6'5", 300, you know, hope maybe less. Um, the man, all 87,000 years of him, he's <laughs> <on>. he, he <laughs> like a champ, and McMahon is confused. Why is it this massive granite mountain, small mountain of a man get, uh, you know, flop like that for 78-year-old McMahon? So they both looked at each other confused and you know had a good laugh about it, but it's just some insight as to what the shenanigans are that uh, happens backstage that is just kind of insane in WWE. Uh, Pentagon Jr. 
he uh, was apparently injured, not during the match as was thought. He was injured actually training before the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he had a, a pretty serious leg injury. Uh, now, granted, last night's Dynamite was taped. So hopefully, uh, you know, he's using the two weeks that he has off, basically, before the next show to recoup. Uh, but there's no word on when he'll be back in, in action, nor has there been word on uh, what specifically his injury is. Also conspicuously absent was Pac. Um, they made a big deal about bringing him out. Tony Khan was tweeting, but apparently he may be done for the year. There's only two mm-hmm. or three weeks left and has since gone back to the U.K., uh, there's only one more live show uh, for Dynamite this year, and that is next week. Uh, the show after, I believe, is Christmas Eve Eve. So that'll be that until, um, and I think they're going to run tape shows all the way up until the end of the year after the 16th. The holidays. yeah. So, yes, the holidays, and uh, New Year's Eve Eve is December 30th. Uh, Renee Young, she left WWE back in October. Apparently, she was supposed to come and do some hosting duties for the Royal Rumble. But she can't because she's a little bit pregnant. Just a little bit. Just just a tad bit pregnant. Um, And also, considering that she's already had COVID once, and we don't really know what the ramifications of that is, considering Mm, that she's pregnant, uh, you know, she and Fox thought better of it that. Nah, you can sit this one out. Yep. We'll do something else, you know, after a while. Don't worry about it. But she was on the Bella's podcast explaining how they uh, that was going to happen and um, that she was going to be on the SmackDown season premiere tomorrow, but obviously not going to be the case because of her pregnancy. Uh, speaking of pregnancy, I don't know why this is an advertisement for a show. I don't know why this thing, people think that this would be something that people would want to watch, but uh, Artem Chenvinsev and Daniel Bryan are having a, a little bro talk because Artem is married to um, Nikki. Nicole Bella Nikki. and yeah. uh, Daniel Bryan is married to Brianna. So when you're talking to your in-laws about <laughs> you know their dual pregnancies, an in-depth, candid conversation on pregnancy sex, you know, is a thing that you want to, you know, talk about. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Anything for views, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, in the clip that I didn't watch, but the thumbnail of the clip shows a very confused Daniel Bryan with his eyes squinted, <laughs> like he's seeing a picture of Bigfoot for the first time. And Artem in, in, in a reassuring kind of face, like, yeah, that's where that goes. It's the damnest thing I've ever seen, but if you really want to hear two bros talk about pregnancy sex, he's got you covered this week on Total Bellas. Because I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, the demographics, man. The demographics demand it. Uh, and finally, it's it actually is a big uh, weekend in wrestling, uh, surprisingly. Triple Mania is this weekend down in Mexico mm-hmm. City. Um and then, of course, the Thunderdome moves to the new home of Tropicana Field for SmackDown. And then the Super J Cup is this weekend. Uh, I'm not familiar with every single person in the cup, but it would be interesting to see, you know, El Fantasmo versus Leo Rush, uh, Chris Bay and, Chuck, and Clark Connors, ACH and TJ Perkins. Um, I'm pretty interested in, in those. Um, and then, of course, it'll be interesting to see if... Um, 
what happens with the Lucha Brothers, uh, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., they have a championship match yep. down in Mexico uh, for Triple Mania. It's a triple threat tag for the uh, for the Triple A World Tag Team title. And, of course, Kenny Omega has is their mega champion, um, whose belt we've only seen on Dynamite once, but he's going to have a match versus Laredo Kid. And then, you know, there's like five or six other matches going on down in Mexico for Triple Mania. Triple Mania, if uh, you don't know, is the biggest show of Triple A's calendar year. So it's it's a pretty much a massive deal, and it will be broadcast on, uh, I believe, their Twitch, definitely YouTube, and uh, Facebook as well. So that's the news for this week. Yeah, also, final uh, resolution Impact is uh, this Saturday as well. Chris Bay is going to be facing um, Raswan for the Impact World Championship. Be interesting to see if he wins. Where does that belt then go? Over to New mm-hmm. Japan. So very they have true. an opportunity to do something very creative this week, possibly. So we'll see what happens with that. Man, tonight's been a crazy fun show. Um, you know, we we definitely had a good time. Thank you for everybody that tuned in, everyone that joined us. Um, for folks that I did not uh, give a shout out to, because uh, I possibly forgot, um, you know, and you know who you are. Uh, just thank you so much for your contributions, um, love and support over the years and helping us reach 300. Um, and, you know, whether it's been, uh, uh, you know, talent coming on the show or whether it's just other outlets and podcasts that we've worked with or just friends and so on. Um, you know, thank you so much for the uh, support all from over the years. Um, it's been, a, it's been a fun ride. I'm definitely looking forward to more. Now here's the thing. I've been wondering something like, I know everybody's like, well, reach 500 and that seems cool and all, but I'm wondering, do we ever switch up the numbering convention here? Do we switch to seasons or do we continue just rack them up here? Is the question? Are we holding a, are we holding a vote on air? Because <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm spitballing here. But either way, we got we got we got plenty more uh, in us. We're going to do this until Hobo's old enough to be on the podcast. True, and then, and then she can take over Uh-oh. when we're done. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right. She'll she'll be running the show next. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> landed. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll we will uh, let it be, hobo, and we'll see if uh, Alley Cat uh, can uh, make time to do, record a podcast each and every week. Because that, that's the podcast we really need in this world—the <laughs> hobo and Alley Cat show. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any other go. closing remarks for tonight, gentlemen? It's been a hell of a ride, man. I mean, Keep I know we've been grinding. I know I'm the yeah. last one to the to the boat here, but this is a great team, and uh, I can't wait for us to do more, man, to expand. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, Lord knows 2021's got to be better than the, the crazy-ass ride we've been through this year. And if we were able to keep cranking them out every sure. week through this whole thing, yeah. that shows you. It's like, I mean, th- th- even in the worst of times, there is stuff that we can talk about for an hour no, <laughs> to get a show out every darn week if we oh, could make it. it through this damn year. For yes, sure. it's true. It's true. Really quickly before we go, might as well share. Uh, uh, what, what's that? What's that? Um, what's that social media thing people are doing? That was it started here now now here or started there now here? Is that yeah. How it oh yeah, 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 something like that. How it yeah. started? How it? How it? How, how, how it's it going? There, there we go. There we go. Yeah. See, that's why I pay y'all the big bucks here. Oh wow! Yep. Robots. That, that was at RH in Dallas. Yeah. So. Uh, that is our first 
show of us together with our shirts and everything. So yep. uh, that's when I think things start getting real when we realize like we're having fun. And we had some good opportunities there too, even not even really seeking them, but they definitely came about. So, um, and although all of us now don't have a group picture, I, I do have pictures with each one of y'all at some point. But uh, we'll we'll eventually get a group picture. Uh, you know, once this COVID thing decides to just completely disintegrate. Uh, Again, y'all can superimpose me. That's fine. You can just cut and paste me into the group. <laughs> <photo. That's all right. laughs> yeah, but, but by the way, you see our face each and every Thursday, as always, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week. Regularly, regular, regularly scheduled program, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Podcast available on all audio platforms. January is our hiatus. We'll be back in February. Uh, so episode 301 will be next week uh, talking about all the things that's happening in the wrestling. Uh, you know, again, for, for me uh, and, um, you know, I would just say this the, the hit here, the Big Old Belt Podcast. I can't stress enough. Thank you so much to my team. Um, um, you guys, uh, you mean the most to me. I cannot do this by myself um, in each and every way that y'all contribute. Um, uh, it just is it's priceless. And uh, to the fans and friends and everything, the text messages, the people that say I listen to the show, the people who sidebar me uh, conversations from from the show. I thank all of you all, too. Um, you, you, you all are very special and you are definitely a catalyst to what makes us continue to want to do this each and every uh, week. So with that being said, that will do it for tonight, and we'll catch you all next week. Peace out, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye.